end of time. Thirteen. O'clock. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's that. what it is. All right, now you got to look at the lighting and the yeah. position of the camera and fuck with it. Okay. <laughs> say, oh, that shit's fucking wrong. See, I knew that it. That shit's fucking I wrong. I knew it. <laughs> you want it right about at the top of that. See how that's right? You want that right there. Okay. That way the mirror is at the upper edge. Okay. See that? <laughs> and then the center of the mirror is in the center of this. Mm -hmm. Dress right dress. That's the way a man does it. <laughs> I was like, I didn't move it. I didn't move it from earlier. So, so it's not my fault this time. <laughs> All right. Let's see who's here. Don't be so silly. We're going to talk about Michael Jackson today. Yeah. It's going to be a good show. Yeah, Ben said, I hope there'll be a poll on whether people think MJ was guilty or framed by grifters. Oh, man. I... Honestly, you know what? Um, I kind of, like, the more I delved into this kind of stuff... Um, I kind of feel like why not both? Because yeah, I'm yeah. I'm not saying because those two options are not mutually exclusive. Um yeah. which will kind which I want to get into a little bit, but yeah. I'm just kind of like um I don't know. I I initially thought I don't know what I thought about it like initially before I really looked too much into it. I said, "Well, he's kind of a weirdo and stuff." But yeah, maybe people are just kind of you know, making it up or like trying to get money or something. But then, like the more I looked into it, I was like, mm, I think maybe he did that shit. I think maybe he did that shit. But I, you know what I mean? I, I'm not sure. I, I don't. I don't. I don't know. And he's dead, so he can't. There's a guy that I've uh, subscribed to on YouTube. He's got a real good channel. Does like metal reviews, and uh, he'll he'll do commentary. And um, for a heavy metal guy, he he he's a, he's a fan of Michael Jackson. He liked Michael Jackson. And uh, he did a whole show on it. He think he thought that the evidence pointed towards that he was being set up by people in in the Hollywood scene that used their kids as bait, and then sue you because they had a, like a, hit, a couple of them had that history of that. So, yeah, that was happening. But that doesn't mean that fucking Michael wasn't fucking diddling them boys. That's what I mean. It's like, yeah, those both those things could yeah, be true. Right. Because I think particularly when we get into the case of um, Jordan Chandler, who was the yeah. first kid, um, you know, that came out in the, in 1990, 1993. Yeah. Um, and even though his dad was allegedly, um, you know, uh, trying to get money out of Michael, that doesn't mean, that could just mean that he was using the fact that his son had been molested for real. Um to get to like cash out you know what i mean which i think is probably what happened that doesn't mean that he made that up right that you know but that means that when he heard about it he's like oh i can use that to like cash in you know like cha-ching so yeah evidently there's there's a subculture that was of parasites hanging around the hollywood scene back in these days probably still going on who knew who all the fuck all the pedos were and would use their kids as bait to entrap them. Yeah. And that, was oh. and that sounds... I, I believe that. Because yeah. it was evidently the same families over and over again, the same kids, in certain cases. So, there are some evil people out there that well, have yeah. children. Yeah. 
that will use their kids to get money. Well, and I was that in that way. Well, uh, okay, let me answer this question because yeah. Bryce Versa asked a long time ago. Yeah, said to be blunt, how do I find your many vids? <laughs> oh yeah, okay, yeah. Um, what is our many vids called? I think it's called. It's either called Thirteen Cam or it's called Gen Tom Cam. No, Gen Tom Cam is our stream. Video. I know, but I don't know if I named it the same. Uh, I think I got it. You probably know what it's called. Yeah, I can't even remember yeah, what yeah. it's called. But. Um, I think I got it here. It, it, it's uh, 13 cam. Yeah, okay. I'll show you. Tammy says, you should look into Corey Feldman also. It's, you know what? Um, I saw, like, um, I was watching some documentaries about this earlier. And Corey Feldman, uh, there was a clip of him saying that when he, he was at Michael Jackson's apartment, like his house or whatever, when he was, I guess he was 13. Yeah. And he said that Michael Jackson showed him this book that he had that was like all naked people, but they yeah. had like, yeah. they had like sexually transmitted diseases yeah. and he was like showing it to like a 13 yeah. year old kid. Yeah. Speaking of STDs, our fucking vi- mini vids channel. No, I was kidding. Like, <laughs> it was, it's actually 13 cam spelled out. It's not the number 13. It's, it's spelled out 13 cam. It's on mini vids. Yeah. You'll see it. Yeah. And the videos are about a few months back. Um, they're good. They're good, but better stuff's coming. It, you know, Jen's been in training, and she looks <laughs> fucking real good lately, man. Um, she was good then. She's even better now. She's gonna be a super cougar in about two months. Super cougar. Super cougar. Bryce yeah. versus says for research. She's the <laughs> research, yeah, for research purposes. Yeah, yeah. yeah she, I need to start like uploading more stuff. Yeah, it's funny. Know. We were we were streaming, and and there's a customer that's just kind of hanging out and thinking, you know, he's asking questions. He's oh, by the way, I love your other show. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. We, you know. Yeah, it was just like I think it was like a British guy or something. Yeah, he goes, oh, okay. Yeah, you're a fan of the show. And he's like, yeah, yeah. I just had to stop by. Stop by and talk to us yeah, for a right. while. <laughs> it's just I got to go to work though. It's okay. Well, you know, come back when you're ready. Yeah, we'll jerk you off. <laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> fucking funny. Yeah, it is. we're not sensitive about that, people. We're yeah, we're really not. Don't get don't get bashful. We we're not sensitive. We're we're yeah. professionals about it. It's like being part of the carnival. Yeah, and we're not studio porn stars. <laughs> we're not fucking other people it's just each other it's just, we're just doing shit we'd be doing anyway right exactly so it's more like a peep show letting you see yeah I think it's kind of it's it kind of more like that yeah than yeah yeah because like I said we're not just like pimping ourselves out to like random ass people yeah, or anything nah. Yeah, Ben says blackmail has been a thing as long as the music industry has existed yeah, yeah. and like I said I kind of get I get that people said it's like, oh, well, people are just trying to get money out of him. And I'm not denying that, because I know for sure, at least Evan Chandler, like Jordan Jordan Chandler's dad, um, he seemed, well, they have like a phone, we'll get into this, but they have like a recorded phone call of him, like talking to his son's stepdad, because the, he, you know, he had, they divorced and he had, re- and she had remarried, remarried. And, um, you know, he's very clearly trying to get he's like i hired this lawyer and he's gonna like you know humiliate michael jackson and all this other kind of shit so he definitely was trying to get a payout but like i said that doesn't necessarily mean that the allegations that the kid came forward with weren't true and honestly here's the crazy thing and like i said i watched a bunch of different stuff about this and the shit that michael jackson was open about was crazy like, he would just, like, the, the kid that I'm talking about, um, Jordan Chandler, the first kid yeah. that came forward, Michael Jackson was at, like, the World Music Awards, 
in, I think it was in Monaco. And this 13-year-old boy, he, like, made him sit on his lap. Who does that? And, like, and it's weird. And the kid looks kind of, like, uncomfortable, I'm going to say. Like, I really... Like, who has a 13-year-old boy, like, a grown man has a 13-year-old boy sit on their lap? It's just very strange. And there there was some other stuff, too, with um, that one kid, Gavin, the kid that had um, cancer. And... uh, there's like there's video of Michael Jackson and that kid and the kid is just like is snuggling up again and he was also like 13 or 14 and they're like holding hands and stuff it's bizarre. Yeah. They're all, it, it's almost like and I kind of want to get into this too because it does seem like he had like romances with these boys. Yeah. Look, Razorfish didn't think any of this happened. Okay. He thought it was all blackmail. Uh one of the things that he used it to, to to in his defense was is that Corey what was his name Corey Feldman that was his name Feldman for Corey Feldman defended Jackson says Jackson wasn't doing any of that. <clears throat> Got to understand that some of the some of the kids that defended Jackson said that wasn't going on were sleeping with him they were his boyfriends. Yeah. Okay. And you well, say, well, yeah. how can you be a boyfriend? When you hear the stories about how he would do it, he. Groom him over time. Okay. Yeah, and he did it in a way that yeah. is very indicative. Yeah. I watched this really good video. It was like an hour and a half. Yeah. And she was talking about, she's like, people have a misperception about pedophiles or PDF files, as they yeah. as they call PDF them, files. like to get around the, get around the censorship of a PDF file, which I always thought, which I thought was really We're funny. We're going to call them PDF files. Because <laughs> that's just, files. That's so just a, funny. That's a good one, yeah. That's just funny. Yeah, they're not mean. Well, they some of them they, are, but it's yeah. like, but the the That's kind not, that he probably right, yeah. was, um, and and the fact that he always would say, like, whenever he was on, because they showed like all these different clips of him, you know, on news programs, and people, you know, the people like Diane Sawyer and stuff like that would like ask him straight out, it's like, did you do this? Did you sexually molest these boys and stuff? Yeah. He would always say the same thing: I would never harm a child. Yeah. And I was like, maybe he's not lying, like because probably in his mind he doesn't think he's hurting he's not them. Right. And like, if you watch Leaving Neverland, which is um, uh, two of the guys, it's actually really good. It's on HBO Max, and um, the two guys that are on that uh, that say that they were molested, they ca- are kind of fucked up about it because they're like it wasn't. They're like there was nothing aggressive about it. There wasn't like he wasn't mean. He wasn't anything like that. And it's like they were so young that the, and they were hanging out with a super famous person and just like having him slowly yeah. um getting them to do different things just like well this is what people do when they love each other and blah blah like it was yeah. that kind of thing so it it's is, like it was a really like slow yeah, they didn't think he was they didn't they, the, the the boys didn't didn't see it as being hurt he, yeah he groomed him he flipped him flipped him slowly he was a smooth criminal dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah jackson was evidently smooth um, now, you know that I, I am a great student of male behavior and a professor of male behavior. <laughs> yeah, professor of male yeah. behavior. Uh, as well as being a boobologist. And being a boobologist, everything, you know, <laughs> fucking uh, a doctor of boobology. Uh, when you look at Michael Jackson, the this, this superficial appearances of where he lived and his environment is, is not typically male, Okay. Statues of little white boys everywhere, little Peter Pads and shit, fucking Ferris wheels and crap. And this guy's a 30-year-old fucking mega star. <coughs> Single. 
A 30-year-old single megastar with a palace and grounds like that doesn't have fucking statues of little boys and shit. It's got porn stars in it and fucking jets and fucking landing pads and fucking nightclubs and it on it, on his compound. And, you know, they're going to have adult fucking movie stars over and shit. Big parties, you know. He'd have a harem, basically. But that's not what he had. He had just a little bunch of little boys and stuff that if your neighbor had in his front yard, if your if your neighbor was a sixty five year old fat white dude and he's got a Ferris wheel in his and he's got no wife or children or anything, he's got a Ferris wheel in his fucking front yard with a fucking video games and he's trying to get all the little neighborhood boys to come over and fucking play video games with him. You'd be he'd be calling the cops. That's, that's the, yeah, and I you know. and I and a lot of people have pointed that out. It's <laughs> yeah. like if a regular dude was yeah. doing that shit, yeah, absolutely, right. everybody right. would be like, stay away from that fucking creeper. So I'm seeing it just just the superficial aspects of where he lived and who he's surrounded, and it was suspicious. But then the other night when I'm hearing this, this long story from that kid, what was his name? You just mentioned um, from that program. Well, no, the the ones that were grown up that were talking on there, yeah, were um that was oh shit, oh, it's, what's, what was his, what's name? his name? Um, I'll think of him in a minute. Yeah, once I but get that's what I'm saying. He was a kid when it happened. Yeah, but he one grew of up. them's name is Wade, right? And then the other There's one's name a is couple of them, right? James, man, it's Wade a, and James. When when you hear their stories, it's like then all of a sudden it's typical male pattern behavior for Jackson. Jackson's doing typical male behavior in terms of forming a harem, having a hierarchy inside the harem, <laughs> fucking replacing the old ones and fucking putting in new ones. He's, he's, he's doing what guys do to sex objects or girlfriends, basically. Well, doing. and that's what kind of struck me about a yeah. lot of the clips and that he wasn't even hiding the clip. Like he would have, yeah. like they did a documentary um, when he was hanging out with Gavin, because Gavin and the fam and Gavin's family was living there with him at Neverland, and so they did a documentary called "Living with Michael Jackson," and it was supposed to like make him look better, I guess. But just the way that he sat with that boy, and the way that they're like holding hands, and the way they're just like, it just seemed really yeah. weird. It seemed more like a boyfriend girlfriend. Yeah, and he's got thing. a and he's got all these kids of various ages surrounding him up on stage, and they're all dressed in Michael Jackson styles and shit like that. It, it's weird. It's weird. And then they're staying, and he's, and he's talking the parents into letting them spend the night for, like, months. Well, yeah. It's not like they spend the night one night. No, they're going to be over there like for months. Well, that Wade kid. And move the whole family to down the road. And then he's paying the... We gotta get into. We'll get into. He's buying them houses and shit like that. Buying them well, houses. Well, like I said, that Wade kid that was, that was on Leaving Neverland. I mean, they he was Australian. Yeah. Him and his mom and sister moved to the United States. Yeah. Like, so that Michael Jackson could help him out. He's like, yeah, you have to come right. to L.A. and, like, you know what I mean? To come to California rich, and I'll help out your career or whatever. A rich, powerful PDF file is going to uh, make friends with the family and pay them off, basically. Now, some of the family members are going to say, going to be like, well, we didn't realize that was happening. But then, evidently, in Hollywood, there are families that know exactly that that's what happens. They're trying to hook their kids up with these PDF files so they can get a free house. Well, so and they the can have, and, and especially because a lot of the boys yeah. that he, you know, interfered with, if you want to call it yeah. that, um, you know, were in the entertainment industry. They were actors or dancers or something like that. So they had, like, their parents had a vested interest, too, yeah. in 
facilitating a relationship because Michael Jackson could help their kid out, like, yeah. with a career, you know what I mean? And the, and the families were getting shit, too. They were getting flown all over the world, and they got to go on tour with him, and one of them, like, one family, they he bought him a house and all this other kind of shit. And what's funny is that he gets rid of them, and they're, they're all good-looking kids, but he gets rid of them as soon as they're old enough to really kind of, like, start to attract the interest of just, like, a regular gay dude. As soon as they get that old, he's got to get rid of them. Yeah. That's the I, pattern. Like I said, I was watching a thing about yeah. different kinds of PDF files or like, yeah. like what kind he was specifically. And because Ben said, I think he was just very immature and thought of himself as a young boy. That is the case. A lot of PDF files but, are like that. Well, that's what I mean. And that's kind of what like, because this woman was going through, like I said, it was like an hour and a half long video. And she went through like all these different like law enforcement books for like, um, you know, profiling like PDF files and stuff like that. Yeah. And that's one of the... Things, because I think that that was something that a lot of like his fans would use to like excuse it. It's like, oh well, it's just like being with another kid. But it's like, yeah, but that's that's a red flag of yeah. that's what PDF files do. Yeah, some a certain brands, of a it. certain kinds of them, because yeah. there's a couple different like kinds. Yeah. But one kind in particular, and there was a big a big long thing about it, like yeah. in these books and stuff like that, where it's just kind of like they yeah. can't relate to adults at all. They feel like they're young. They want to be. They want to hang out with children or relate to children on their own level and, you know, do kid stuff. Yeah. Like, they don't want to grow up. That's very, very common. And that's, like, exactly what he was like. You know what I mean? Right. So that was, like, really enlightening, like, watching that. Because... Yeah, and it, it, like I said, and as soon as they start getting old enough to be interesting to mainstream gays, that he loses all interest. That's... And it's weird. And then he... Uh, then he asked them... And then, and then all of a sudden... He has a weird. He had a weird thing where the dudes would once they got to that age, once they got older, they were dating girls, and he wanted to know all about the girls too. Michael did. Yeah. But he, I, I, don't, I don't think he was jealous though. I think he was curious. Maybe. I don't, I don't think he was jealous. I, I think he liked straight boys. Yeah. Do what he liked. I think he saw himself as straight. It's weird, man. I don't know how. I don't know how. I don't think he was though. No, I don't think he was. But I think I think Michael Jackson saw himself as straight. He in seemed a weird way. terrified of women. I yeah. heard one, and this was from his own mouth. Like this was from an interview when he was in his twenties. I think he was twenty three, twenty four, something like that. I think he kind of briefly, quote unquote, dated Tatum O'Neill, who I think was yeah. nineteen at the time. I remember that. And she was like wanting to jump on the dick, right? Like, you know, she's a 19-year-old girl. Yeah. So she goes over his house, and she starts, like, unbuttoning his shirt or something, and he, like, freaked out. He, like, put his hands over his face like that. Yeah. And that's from him. That's He yeah. said that. Yeah. Well, and she left. She was he, like, okay. Yeah, well, he's childish. Right. I think he's. I think he saw himself as a straight child. Yeah. And he's fooling around with little boys. I mean, why? I mean, why do you yeah. think the ranch is called Neverland and there's like Peter Pan shit everywhere? And yeah. he and he said on multiple occasions that he that that was like his. He didn't say it was yeah. a spirit animal, but like he wanted to be like Peter yeah. Pan, like young forever. I saw his little train and he got a train station and shit and everything. And when when you get when you disembark from the fucking train, you, you go down these stairs and on either side of the stairs or on one side of the stairs there's this beautiful bronze statue. About a Peter Pan drinking out of a f out of the water, I think. Dr yeah. Drinking off the edge of a rock. It looked like a damn white rock fucking yeah, yeah. logo off the soda. 
And that statue was thousands and thousands of dollars. And shit like that was everywhere. But you're looking at that and you go like, what's a black dude got that? 30-year-old black dude got that for? You know? <laughs> Why isn't that some big fine fucking sister up there, like a stallion, big old booty? You know what I mean? That's what really should be there. And then he's modifying his face really to look like a little white boy. He looks like a little yeah, white boy. Yeah, it did. It that whole situation yeah, was like was, really weird. He too. was transracial. And according, and I don't know if this is true or not because a lot of the stuff is just kind of you know hearsay or just like somebody saying some shit. But according to a couple of people who worked for him, they said that Michael Jackson absolutely did not like black people at all. It doesn't surprise me. I believe he was transracial. You know, and like, and he yeah. would even like, and he would say like real shitty stuff about them. Yeah, I don't doubt, I doubt it. So I don't know if that's true. I don't true think he liked his family much, too much either. Well, yeah, they Didn't were kind of estranged a little bit. I mean, I yeah. can't blame him in that regard because I do because his father especially was like real abusive. Um, you know, and he really would wasn't uh, shy about talking about that. Like, and especially like when you know when they were kids and they were doing the Jackson Five and everything. Yeah. Like he would just like beat the crap out of them. Like if they messed up. Yeah. And, Shit like be like, I'm, it's because I love children, and I'm doing this for the children. And then you look at look at him up there, looking at you look at him, and he's up there on stage with these children, right? But there's no girls, there's no little girls, yeah, and there's no black boys. It's all these little white, yeah, boys. like the only the black boys, only, the only children, yeah. Probably he probably had some tokens up there to, to kind was of get Emmanuel some, Lewis, you know, like yeah. remember little Emmanuel yeah, Lewis from yeah, Webster, yeah, 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 okay, from Webster, remember that kid? Yeah, there was yeah. no black he hung boys out with that up kid. there. So when he thinks of children, he's thinking of little white boys. Little white children. Yeah, little white boys. Yeah. Not girls. Little white boys. Yeah, because it's not... No girls up there. And another claim that that one of his... Uh, who I think used to be his personal assistant... And this is all alleged. I don't know if this is, any, this is true or not. But she said... She, like, part of her job was to go through, like, all the letters and stuff that people, like, fans had sent him. And she said that he would go through there and didn't even if the if the letters if they if you could tell it was from like a girl or like a black kid or something like that like he didn't even bother just throw that shit them away. Just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he just threw them away he only wanted the whites and the asians and the latinos yeah uh apparently I, allegedly i don't know if that's true but that's what the no, it would fit that's what um that's what she said it would fit yeah so I, I don't know if that's the case yeah based on my psychoanalysis of him and you know the the skin whitening thing um, you know, a, a lot of people have said, and the, they said that he had, you know, vitiligo, <sighs> which maybe, I don't know, maybe, no. but the thing about it, there, there are some pictures of him before he went full white man. Yeah. It, where he had his shirt off and he doesn't look like he has vitiligo. Now I know that you can get that, like he doesn't look p- patchy, looks normal. So, um, I guess, I mean, you can develop that later. So maybe he did. And because I think his family said that he had it, but I think that he started lightening his skin to even it all out. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't buy it. I don't know. I don't buy it. I believe that, I believe that he was just a normal black guy in terms of just physical. And he was also, he, he used he to was, say he too was, that like, PDF that like his dad would used to make fun of like how wide his mm. nose was and mm. like how he looked like, because he was real cute when he was a kid. And then when he got a little bit older, like as a teenager, like his yeah. dad started talking about like how ugly he was, like he didn't look right anymore. And she like fine. that. He did, was no I know. And that, well, that's what I mean. But he was really, apparently really fucked yeah. up about it. So it's like, clearly. So I, I think maybe that fed into him not wanting to 
look like himself anymore. And then he ended up just... And, you know, and you can't really believe everything he says because, according to him, he only had three plastic surgeries yeah, like, on his face. You can't believe anything Michael Jackson says. Like, he said he that he had two lied. nose jobs and, yeah. they, and like, a thing to put a cleft in his chin. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I was like, mm, it looks like more than that to me. Yeah, he had I'm a lot just, of stuff I'm done. just saying. Eventually, they did that nose too many times. And it, 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 well, I think you can't it, I think put it, it back of, when you yeah. take too much off. They I'm told him saying. that he shouldn't do it again, but they kept, yeah. they kept cutting it off, cutting pieces of it off. Yeah, weird. I don't know he must the, the truth of it, but I heard that they had to implant some wires inside to there keep to, it from collapsing. to keep it from collapsing. I don't know if that's the case or not, but yeah, I mean... A wire endoskeleton. Right. To hold it in place. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, Tammy said just because he didn't touch every boy doesn't mean he didn't touch any Yeah. Boy. Yeah, that's another thing too is that I know that a lot Tell of people will yeah. come out and say like Macaulay Culkin, for yeah. example, like who he hung out with a lot. Um, Macaulay Culkin is very vocal about like defending him and yeah. saying like, no, nothing ever happened. But... You know, and I'm not saying, you know, I obviously I wasn't there. So it's like, I don't know if anything happened to Macaulay Culkin and he just doesn't want to deal with it or if really nothing happened to him. Because I will say that the two guys that were in Leaving Neverland, um, they too denied, like, because they got called as witnesses in the 1993 trial, like um, the Jordan Chandler one. And they got called as witnesses because they'd spent a lot of time with Michael Jackson and they denied it at the time too. And really they only came out in like 2019. And said what happened. And they had, you know, people can say, oh, why are you saying it now and blah blah But it's just kind of like, I don't know. I thought they had, like, pretty decent justifications. And they both seem kind of... They, they both seem really, really kind of mentally messed up because of it. I mean, they didn't even, like, they didn't even tell their wives. They didn't, you know, until later. They just denied it, denied it, denied it. And then finally, it was fucking them up so bad mentally that they finally just admitted it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Allison's asked me if I'm okay. I don't know what she's talking about. I don't know what she's referring to. Zach Zach says, I'm still just so amused that maybe the world's most famous singer ever came from dull as fucking dishwater, Indiana, of all goddamn places. Yeah, Gary, Indiana. That's where he's from, which is crazy. Yeah. I had always forgot that. I forgot that he was a Jehovah's Witness, too. You know? Yeah. And I, uh, apparently he stayed a Jehovah's Witness his whole life, even though I think they gave him crap, like, for the Thriller video, because that wasn't kosher with them, I guess, like, when that came out in 1984. But I don't think he ever renounced that uh, faith, so I don't, you know, I don't know. That's another thing that's kind of weird about it. But I'd say he didn't really get up in anyone's face about it, I guess. But, I mean, those cats are making so much noise out there. <laughs> They're chasing each other around. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Allison said, my nose is crooked, but I'm not getting surgery. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, he's referring to smooth criminal. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what he was talking about. Mm. I think that's what he was talking Maybe about. Maybe so. He was a smooth criminal. You've been hit by, you've been struck by a smooth criminal. <laughs> that's a great song, actually. It is a good song. Yeah, yeah and no one's saying that he's yes. not, like, a brilliant singer and a brilliant dancer and everything like that, obviously. But like I said, it can be both things he can also have been and i legitimately like i said i don't know because whenever he whenever he was asked point blank because i saw like a bunch of different clips of interviews where different you know uh news people asked him point blank like if the allegations were true like did you molest children and he always says the same thing he always says 
I would never harm a child. That's how he answers it. Yeah. And I said, and I don't think, I think that he really thinks that he's not hurting them. Yeah, well, I heard the testimony. Testimony's not evidence, but I heard the testimony from the boy, both those boys, but. Yeah. And uh, he was, his, his, those people don't understand, they're ignorant. Yeah. If they find out, we're going to both go to jail. You don't want to see me go to jail. He's one of those kind of guys. You know I love you, that kind of shit. He was not one of these kind of guys who's going to fucking strong arm some kid or terrorize him. He wasn't like that. He would try to win him over. Yeah. And he was in love with him, I believe. Yeah, it did seem like that. Yeah. But there was limits to that. It had to be within a certain framework. You got too old, he got rid of you. And uh, he was a two-timer, too. Yeah. Well, just one kid, he, you know, they were saying that, yeah, he'd go upstairs with him and he'd come back an hour later and he'd go up with another one. And he goes, and I knew that that was, bad, that was my time to go up there. You know, yeah, it was that kind of Well, that's kind what was of kind of fucked so, up yeah. about these two kids because they were saying, you know, they were, they were, competing against they were young, yeah. you know, and they were just, and this, like I said, it's Michael Jackson. He's one of the most famous people in yeah. the world. And it's like, and he's paying attention to you and he's yeah. like hanging out with you and like he think and you know, you feel like you're the center of his universe and all yeah. this other kind of stuff. And they're like, and it's fucked up, but it's kind of awesome. So it's like when he goes and spends time with another kid, even though he's probably like molesting them too, yeah, that's what you're doing. like, God damn it. You know what I mean? Like they get jealous. Yeah. And he's like, and I, you know, and then now that they're adults, they're like, I just can't process yeah. like yeah. how fucked up that is. Yeah. But yeah, that, dude, that dude, he explicitly said that he said, I knew what, what they were doing up there. Yeah. You know, he was getting jealous and shit. Yeah, because he's like, that was, yeah. you know, what that's what we did, and that was supposed yeah, to be super right. that special. Yeah, right, that's my time. That kind yeah, of so it's just kind of like that. Yeah, the shit they described was, see, that's the thing. They never did, let's, you know, if we're going to get graphic about it, I don't think he ever, like, did, like, anal. He tried. Now, he did try Yeah. with one of the, like, when he was, yeah. he said that was the last According time that the he one saw kid. him. Yeah. yeah, I think it was Wade. Yeah. And he said that the last time he was supposed to see him, and at this point he was 15, maybe, something yeah. like that. Um, and he said he did try to, like, I don't, did he say that he tried to stick his penis in his butt or his finger? He said, no, no it was his dick, I think. And both, then, it was both, I think. But, but then he said it was just, it was too painful, yeah. so so he stopped doing it. Yeah. But it seemed like mostly what they would do was, like, mutual masturbation. Yeah, and oral. Oral. Making out. Yeah, like making out, like, yeah. you know, oh, let me kiss it and all Going that other kind of stuff. Tub. Yeah, or like rubbing their bodies yeah. together. Like yeah. that, like that's what a lot of yeah. them describe. Zach getting jealous. You get <laughs> Zach hears me talk about fucking hot tubs and fucking rubbing and fucking shampoo bottles and fucking bubble bath and shit. Fucking Gavin Friday playing Angel <laughs> in the back. Me and Zach in the fucking top of the down. Sands Hotel down in fucking yeah spinning that's right the whole hotel <laughs> the whole hotel pit house is just spinning he's getting jealous yeah he's getting jealous it's gonna be alright Zach <laughs> don't tell t- don't tell your man <laughs> Zach says Didn't Jen's I- gonna be there to videotape uh, we're gonna put yeah. that shit up on mini fits <laughs> <laughs> he said didn't uh, Michael Jackson and Farrah Fawcett die on the same day or something i vaguely uh, remember I that so. happening when i was really? I, think that, I don't remember that i don't remember if that happened or not he died in 2009 what was the date may or i thought, June? Had, I thought fair had died before that i thought so too but i can't yeah. really remember it was really weird because when i was watching all the stuff about michael jackson it's just kind of like 
I thought he died more recently than 2009. Because when I heard it was like, God, it was 2009? That was a long fucking time ago. I didn't realize it was that long ago. Man, time flies when you get getting old. Think about Zach's head. Zach yeah, Tom, we can go in the in the hot tub at the bathhouse and create a new super STD along with the other ones. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, we'll name it after you. <laughs> Zachitis. Oh Zach immunodeficiency. <laughs> Zach immunodeficiency. Zid. Yeah, Zid. <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, so uh <laughs> I don't fucking know. But yeah, so that's so that's the thing. So alright. Now there a lot obviously I don't know if like these kids today, if they remember all the crazy fucking story even before all the molestation shit came out, which was in nineteen ninety three. Um, there was a lot of crazy stories about Michael Jackson before that. Remember when he supposedly like tried to bo- buy the bones of the elephant man? Like, yeah. from the museum or whatever, and they were like, no, you can't have those. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so, it, it's a museum. It's not, like, a store. He probably wouldn't have paid for them anyway. I heard he bought stuff and returned it a lot. Never paid for really? it. Really? Yeah, yeah, I never heard that. that so, he'd go on true. shopping sprees, and he'd buy everything, and, t- and, then t- uh, and then when it came time for him to pay, they never would pay. And so, he'd never even pick it up. He just liked to buy things, and he didn't, he didn't need them. And that, well, that's another thing that he would do with, yeah. like, the kids. And like I said, it wasn't yeah. just the kids. It was their whole families. Like, he almost, like, seduced their whole families, which is, again, is a very common PDF file thing. You're establishing yeah. trust. Um, and I didn't realize the extent to which he did that, um, you know, until I watched Leaving Neverland and, like, started reading about it. I'm like, holy crap. So it's, yeah, it's crazy. So he would take these people, like I said, he, he would take them on tour with him. He's like, oh, we're going to go to the World Music Awards. Or we're going to go we're gonna go to Paris. We're going to go to Berlin. We're going to go everywhere. And then he would take the whole family, mostly the boys, but like, and the moms too. Like he would really try to like get in good with the moms. And he would take them to a store and be like, just fill up a cart, buy whatever you want. You know, like he'd take them to a toy store or some shit like that. Yeah. So he was really good at, and and I'm sure that he would probably frame it as what I'm, you know, I'm being nice to them. I'm being generous and stuff like that, which I guess you are to a fault, but you're also bribing um, the family. You're bribing them is yeah. what you're doing. I don't really know if he was self-aware enough to know was. that that's what he was I think doing, he was. but that's what he was doing. I think, I think he figured, you know, they probably know what's going on. So I'm just going to go ahead and make it worth their while. Yeah, maybe. That, yeah. That's probably what he was thinking. So yeah, I don't know. So they won't, they won't ask me any questions. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. I don't want to get in trouble. If you give them enough stuff, it's like, shit, if you're hanging out with somebody that's got, like, all the money, and they just buy you shit and take you on trips and everything like that, you're going to overlook a lot of shit. You can flip it around, I think most people would. You can flip it around. You can have your lawyers run at him and say, wait a minute, you're accepting all this money and offering up your child. Isn't that prostitution? Right. They can do that. Yeah, that's another thing. So, yeah. That's another thing. And I'm going to say that... When we were watching Leaving Neverland, the mom, like Wade's mom, her name yeah. is Joy. Um, I kind of think she probably knew what was going or suspected what was going on. She kind of denied knowing what was going on. But I, I think there is a reason that the rest of her family, um, they wouldn't talk to her for a long time. Yeah. Because I think she kind of knew what was going or suspected what was going on. And she just didn't want to. You know, she didn't want to jump off the gravy train. Cha-ching. Allegedly. Yeah, I think that's what it was. So it's I and I think Jackson that might have been the, the case because like I said, if if Michael Jackson didn't have wasn't famous and didn't have millions and billions of dollars, would you like I don't have any kids. 
But if you had a kid, everybody I know that had a kid is like, no fucking way would I let my kid sleep in the same bed as a grown ass man who like I barely know for like a month. Why would you do that? And he was started with that kind of shit with them at what six, seven. Yeah, I think well, Wade was five, five when he yeah. first met him, but I yeah. don't think the uh, alleged abuse started until he was seven. Yeah. It seemed like he was kind of into him from like about age seven, eight, nine until they were about 14. So like right after they went through puberty or started to become yeah. looking like a teenager, Yeah. He then he much. seemed like he kind of replaced yeah. it. Yeah, Bryce Versa said that documentary documentary was uncomfortable. Yeah, you saw it. The way he said little one. Yeah, and he had, like, little nicknames for all of them. And it's, like, the one guy, I think it was James, like, he had, um, Michael Jackson had, like, sent him all these faxes. Um, Like, they both had had, like, all these faxes, and they they would, like, talk to them on the, he would talk to them on the phone for, like, six, seven hours. Like, he would call every single day. Yeah, what are you going to talk to a kid for seven hours for? That's what I mean. It's just, like, it's. Where are the women? (laughs) <laughs> where are the women? Or where are the grown men? Yeah, Because exactly. I think he was probably gay, but, like, why... Why? Where are the people his own age? Yeah. Like, why isn't he going out with people his own age? It just seems like... I don't think he saw himself as gay. I think he didn't want to see yeah. himself as gay. I think I think he saw himself as a child. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that he's fooling around with other little boys. And it's all so innocent. And, and yeah, and we, we don't really have gender... You know. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. Yeah, I think it's kind of. I mean, he certainly had some really weird. Well, when you when you when you see his act and 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 listen to his songs, he didn't write those songs. You know, he had writers writing all that shit. And his portrayal of sexuality is very much kind of cartoonish. You know, he. I don't think he knew much about heterosexuality. (laughs) You know what I mean? These fucking love songs about women and his dancing and shit. It looked cool. But he was just making a product, you know. Yeah. For for normies. Well, um, and it worked. It made yeah. him all the money. Yeah. And the thing about it, like when, I I gotta say though, I think the reason why he was such a success is because in the in the early eighties or the maybe in the mid eighties, I don't remember when I first saw him, he was one of the first stars that really jumped on music videos yeah he made music videos that just were much much better than everybody else's the first one i remember was billy jean yeah nobody had a video that was like that he's walking and the fucking grounds lighting up as he's going that was what year was that that was 82 82 yeah and that was the debut of the moonwalk also yeah When, when that when that video appeared on mtv it just dominated fucking MTV because that was yeah. the best video that made yeah. up to that time high budget most music videos are just like you could shoot one in this room right you know <laughs> they didn't <laughs> or it was like Blondie Blondie's videos were just them in fucking abandoned buildings and stuff wearing trash bags and crap <laughs> Deborah was wearing a trash bag but... <laughs> I mean they were cool but they weren't expensive yeah fucking Jackson had expensive videos well, that was a brand new medium and it that those videos caused a fuck ton of attention in record sales, and he was quality quality yeah. show. So when he went on tour, he just killed it, you know. So, it, and he was doing that in the early '80s. Yeah. The only other thing that would have been kind of like that would have been Kiss. 
But Kiss didn't have music videos. No. They had just a good show. It was like something you said out of Vegas, you know? Right. Kiss fucking had sucky albums, and they fucking... <laughs> man. You buy an album, there might be one good song on it. Yeah, well. But that album looked cool as fuck. <laughs> and, and fucking Gene Sims would sell you a lunchbox. You could have a lunchbox, a belt buckle. <laughs> it was more about the merchandise yeah. and the way they looked. And the yeah. shows were big. Fire and stuff. The music blood. was just like the music was in. <laughs> Nah, it was okay. You know. <laughs> but um, Jackson had it all. He had the huge show. Fucking pro dancers and stuff. And music videos. And the quality of the, of the writing of the songs was good. Execution was real good. He just... He, when he appeared, he was fucking just... He dominated... And that really, I think, helped him have some staying power over the years because he built so many fans in the early part of his career. But, look, you got to be... Let's be honest. The The Bad album was pretty good. I liked it. Uh, when it came out, I thought it was his best album at, at, to the, at that date. I didn't buy it, but I think I borrowed it. Or, or somebody gave me a recording of it, on, I think, on tape. I would never buy a Michael Jackson record. Back then. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was more—I was into metal, but for pop music, that was good. Yeah, real good. But as time went on, he—he kind of wasn't as great as he was, musical, musically wise, and he wasn't as innovative. He wasn't a great innovator, really. He's more kind of following the trends. Um, if you're talking about creativity, though. The other and just music quality and show for African American performance, Prince was better. Well, yeah, much better. Well, like you said, Prince was a lot more innovative. Yeah, and I, and I think he was a lot more musically talented. Yeah, and um, he didn't have this kind of problem holding him down. Prince was a man, you know. He's a little guy, but he was about women and real snappy he, dressers. Yeah, and he, had, <laughs> and he had that fucking. He was a pussy to, magnet. Yes, and back today you call him gent, kind of like gender non-binary, kinda. But back in those days, it was just we called it being new wave. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, we didn't really have a word for it. He was just this sexy little motherfucker that was kind of gender bending, and the girls loved him. Mm -hmm. I think he's five three, wearing them big old high heels. Something like that. I think he's five. Yeah, three. I think he's my height. Yeah, huge heels and shit, and fucking you know, and could sing. I would give it to I would give it to Prince yeah. over Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson just had a really good show. Yeah, and um, music videos were good, were real good. Yeah, but when Prince came out with his music videos, they were fucking great too. The Purple Rain video, Raspberry Beret video, fucking all that shit was good. Yeah, High Desert said Duran Duran had great videos too. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. between Michael Jackson and Duran Duran, yeah. I think that's kind of what carried MTV through the early yeah. years. Because, well, well, you know, just like Michael Jackson, like, Duran Duran spent some fucking money on their yeah. fucking videos. Let's go to Sri Lanka and film, like, some videos, like, on a yacht and shit like that. You know? Very lifestyles of the rich and famous. Yeah. But that kind of weird gender-bending, light-skinned, kind of African-American-looking thing, you know, Prince and Prince and Michael Jackson on, on the surface level would seem real similar. But in terms of artistic quality, nah, man, I, I'm going to give it to fucking Prince. Yeah, There's more substance to him. 
Yeah, and OK Boomer yeah. Lady makes a good point. Uh, Michael Jackson owed a lot to Quincy Jones. Yeah, because that was his producer on all of his good albums. Um, and I think like his albums weren't as good when he didn't work with Quincy Jones anymore. So I think, yeah, I, I think it was mostly the fact that, yeah, he could sing, and yeah, he could dance, and he was really charismatic. And, you know, um, but like I said, a lot of it might have been the producers and good yeah. songs like the Buying other good songs. Write. Yeah, Buying and stuff good like songs that. off good songwriters. And stuff. Although, you know, this, you know, that's okay. That was standard procedure. Fucking Duran Duran bought a lot of songs. And they had a lot of help. A lot of people did. Yeah, they just did that. Yeah. And the producers, like pr- yeah. producers, are always like right. A- you can get um, the 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 original like demos of things like Duran Duran songs, like View to a Kill and fucking uh, just other famous songs. And they didn't originally the demos did, didn't sound anything like the the song that ended up on the re- on the record because they worked on them and they would hire other dudes to come in to rewrite shit for them. Because you had to. They were multi-billion dollar fucking industry, man. It was back when bands fucking were powerhouses when it came to money. Because it was just records and radio play. There was no Spotify or internet. You had to... If you wanted to hear that song, you had to fucking either fucking buy the album, the tape, or have somebody burn record the album for you on a tape. Yeah. And if you liked it, you probably would go see them fucking live when they came, when the tour came. They were gonna make money off you, and it was they made good money. Records were expensive; they were twenty dollars back then. Yeah, or you know, a good a good album it was about twenty bucks back in the eighties. Yeah, was just fucking expensive. It was a lot of money. Yeah, it was a lot of money back then. <laughs> I had to like ask for them for Christmas. And yeah, shit. <laughs> or like save up. Yeah, like birthday money if I wanted one record. You know. Yeah, it's, yeah it was kind of with taxes. Deal. Fucking, you could only buy four of them, and you did a hundred bucks. Right. Okay, Boomer Lady says Prince was also a Jehovah's Witness, which is... Uh, no, he wasn't practicing, I'm sure. Well, yeah, that's pretty weird. No. It's like, I don't know. Like I said, you didn't really hear that. I kept forgetting about that Michael Jackson being one. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, Neverland Ranch. He built that... Well, he actually bought the property for it in 1988. And, uh, you know, famously, I think he owned it... Well, he still owned it when he died. But after um, all of the... Uh, the police raids where they kind of went through it and everything, like looking for shit. Um, he didn't ever go back there after that because I guess they thought he thought that it had been despoiled. It was, it was soiled. Yeah, they like came you know they what I mean. And they took pictures of my penis. Yeah, that was yeah because I think somebody asked like yeah. asked earlier, didn't they take pictures? Well, yeah, 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 because some of the um, the the kids that alleged that he had molested them like had descriptions of what his penis looked like yeah so of course they had to like put him in a room and take pictures of him yeah it's funny he's telling he, he's doing a press release they took pictures of my penis my buttocks it's like a buddy yeah it is <laughs> he pretty. looked mortified but i don't know why he fucking came out with that well i guess he thought he was gonna he was just trying to fight it. He was just trying to fight it. Yeah, and I think that he was... Um, and they they kind of went into this in the video I was watching earlier about PDF files and about how a lot of them react when they are accused of it. Yeah. And they said a lot of times what they'll do is that. They'll get, like, super, super outraged and, like, play the victim. Yeah, yeah. Like, to make you feel bad for them. Like, this yeah. is all kind of... Everyone's just out to get me and 
all this other kind of stuff. Which, like I said, I'm not saying that some people weren't out to get him or just weren't out to like get his money because I'm sure they were. Yeah. But that doesn't necessarily at the same time. that doesn't necessarily mean that he wasn't like molesting kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? Both of those things could be allegedly, true. allegedly. Yeah. You know. Ben the, said, te- the testimony's there, though, and it just fits. See, that's another thing. See, Ben says, did Michael Jackson drink alcohol? Yes. Like, so, according to, like, according to everybody, like, he used to drink, he had a wine cellar, I think. Yeah. And it's just, and he used to drink wine all the time. And that was kind of one of the things, um, that was one of the charges, I think it was from the 2005 trial, that, um, that he was actually putting wine in soda cans and giving it to the little boys so that, like, their parents wouldn't know that they were drinking. Yeah. Like, I don't know if that's true or not, but that was one of the charges, that he was, like, kind of getting them drunk. You know what I mean? And um, I think, too, that... drinks. But the kids must have known. They must have known that it had... Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. He wasn't trying to fool the kids. He was trying to fool the parents, yeah. He was just trying to fool the parents. Like, what? It's It's just just, our little secret. It's just, yeah, he's just, like, putting wine in there. We're going to have fun. Come on, Yeah, Allison said Jesus juice, he called it. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. It sounds about Jesus juice. yeah. Yeah, that's what he called it. He drank his alcohol from a sippy cup. Yeah, yeah. with crazy straws. Yeah, <laughs> fucking funny. I can I can actually picture that. I can actually picture that. But yeah, so okay, so let's talk about like the first kid, like this first allegation. This is when all the shit first started coming out. Because like I said, during the eighties, dude was super super famous. I mean, he was one of the most famous, and still is like one of the most famous musicians that has ever lived. You know what I mean? So in nineteen ninety three. Here's what happened. It was early 1993. It was like February. And Michael Jackson's car broke down and got towed to a garage, as, as you would, called Rent-A-Rec. Now, the owner of the Rent-A-Rec, whose name was David Schwartz, called his wife up. Her name was June. And said, oh, my God, Michael Jackson just came to my <laughs> garage because his car broke down. Um, you got to come down here and meet him. And so she brought her son like from a previous marriage whose name is Jordan Chandler. Now, Jordan's dad, whose name is Evan Chandler, was a dentist and he was like kind of like dentist to the stars, like he did a lot of celebrities and stuff and he's also a screenwriter. Do you if you remember that movie the Mel um Mel Brooks movie uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights? Yeah. Like he wrote the screenplay for that. So, um cuz you can't just be a dentist in Hollywood, you also have to be a screenwriter too apparently. So, um so Michael Jackson meets this Jordan kid and apparently becomes quite enamored with him. And this is something that's very common. And like I said, if you watch Leaving Neverland, this is kind of the same thing that happened with the with those two kids in there. What he would do, he would befriend the boy and then he would like pretty much ingratiate himself like into their entire family. Like he would either invite the whole family to Neverland where they would stay for like all weekend or they would stay like for a few weeks at a time or whatever. Or he would go and stay at their houses, which I thought was very weird because a lot of them were just regular ass, like middle-class suburban families. And he would just go and stay at their house. Like he would go have dinner with them and he would just kind of like, he's like the most famous pop star in the world. And he's just like, I'm just going to hang out with these fucking nobodies. Which, you know what I mean? Which is, you know, not nobodies, but just, like, regular-ass people. It's just, like, a weird thing for a celebrity to be doing, is the what I'm saying. The thing is, though, Michael Jackson, in a way, was a regular-ass person, though, too. I guess. Because he didn't really... I don't think he had much contact with other celebrities. He was just... He, he was very much in his own little world. Oh, yeah, definitely. Surrounded by a bunch of people who were yes-men that worked for him and 
PR people, and he had a whole. He was shielded by a fucking entourage, but he he wasn't a normal person. Yeah, he didn't live like a normal person. Um, but he was still that kid struggling with his family. You know what I mean? Trying yeah. to make it big. The only difference is he had money. Yeah, he was free for free of them now. He had a palace and he had money. Uh, yeah, and I guess, and I do feel bad, like I he said, didn't mature because, much, you know. right? Well, and yeah. you know, I do feel bad that he apparently had like an abusive childhood. He didn't really have a childhood. I mean, he was yeah. working from the time he yeah. was what five or six years old. Yeah, um, and so he didn't really get to have a normal life. So I get it. Like I get yeah. why he spent his entire adulthood seemingly trying to recapture a childhood that he felt was denied to him. I suppose. Um, yeah, something went down in that childhood. He got fixated sexually at a certain yeah, and thing that and that's then. pretty common too. Yeah. Like um, all that stuff that I was watching about PDF files, they said that is a very common thing to happen for like um, the person to like stop maturing at a certain age. So it's like they get older and older, but they still want to hang out with you know yeah. ten year olds yeah. or whatever, even though they're like twenty five now. Yeah, because that's the level that that's they're at, at. Yeah. and that's kind of like. Um, there's a phrase for it, but I can't remember what it was. But um, but it's like yeah, an arrested that, development. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. So I kind of feel like that's what his situation was. And then he tells the kids, you know, oh, don't talk to them. They're ignorant. They don't understand. Yeah, that's exactly what he would say. And a lot of yeah, yeah, he seemed very like I said, and I don't know if he was self-aware enough to know that he was because some people are just straight up predators and they're doing this shit like with full awareness of how they're manipulating people and stuff. I don't know if he was aware if that's what he was doing or if he was... I think he was able to justify it to himself. Yeah, yeah. Because like I said, I don't think that he thought... Because he had absolutely no problem at all telling people just openly on many occasions that he slept in bed with children. Yeah. Like, and, and multiple, like, interviewers were like, well, don't you think that's inappropriate? Or, you know, isn't that weird? Just, no, you're, just ignorant. you're ignorant. Yeah, like, you're it's ignorant. beautiful. Yeah, 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 right, yeah. He's like, we're just hanging out and having Sharing fun. somebody's bed is, like, the yeah. best, is the most loving thing you can do. Like, shit like that. Yeah, like, yeah. he would say stuff like that. And yeah. the fact that he wasn't even hiding yeah. it. Yeah. And, like, just trying to make everybody else, oh, everybody else just has dirty minds. Yeah. And I'm just like, I, 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 I don't think that's the case. I, I think... I think it's weird. I think it's weird behavior, and 99.999% of people yeah. in the world also think it's weird behavior. But he didn't. But know, he did it Because he wasn't a normal person. <laughs> and he was being shielded by a bunch of PR people and fucking handlers and stuff. And I don't, I don't think he knew how normal people thought. Yeah. And, and it probably wouldn't have mattered because he just said, well, they're ignorant. So it doesn't matter what they do. Yeah. And he... He saw himself as a good guy, and that he loved these dudes, and yeah. these little kids, and these kids loved him, and and uh, he, he thought it was okay because they, they were at his level, or he believed that they were kind of like at his level in some weird way. Yeah, I really do think and, that he didn't think he was hurting them. No. Like he would not have thought yeah. it was abuse. He would not have thought, even though he was absolutely manipulating them into. Yeah. By the witnesses' that. testimony, they said that they didn't think they were being hurt either until they got older. And then they realized what was going on. Right. Well, because they were so... They said it happened. One dude said that he realized that he had fucking been fucked over when he had kids. And he was like thinking, this is about the age I was hanging out with Michael Jackson. He goes, that motherfucker. Yeah. And they're like, I would never let my kid hang out with somebody like that. He realized, wait a minute, that was me. Yeah. Yeah. 
And that, yeah, that was, like, really a telling moment that yeah. he said. He's, like, he, he kind of knew it was abuse, like, later, like, when he got yeah. older. But he's, like, it really hit home for him when he had, when he had kids. kids. Yeah. And he realized, like, and he's, he's like, especially happened. when my son got yeah. to the same age as I was yeah. when I was hanging out. And he's just, like, man, if somebody came to me now and yeah. said, hey, I'm going to take your kid and, like, yeah. sleep with them in the same. He, I, he's, like, I'd knock him the fuck You're out. You're at a huge disadvantage at seven versus an adult. Well, yeah. Mentally, you're a huge disadvantage. It's like a night and day. I mean, shit. I can remember being 18 and 19 and not being able to grasp things that uh, people in their 30s could easily grasp. I'm like, yeah. oh, I'd reject it. No, that can't be. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the way it really is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, fucking, I didn't really felt, I didn't really feel like I understood the game. I thought I understood the game at about 25. But then when I hit 30, I realized I didn't know what the fuck I was talking about at 25. <laughs> I didn't, I don't think I really became who I am until about 30. That was after the fucking service and everything. Yeah. Yeah. About, no, late 20s maybe. 27 probably. Yeah. Around that time. It just, the male brain doesn't develop at the same speed as the female brain. This is fucking a given. Uh, I've seen that. I've seen the data on it. It's, uh, certain parts of the brain mature faster than the others in males. In males. Uh, in females, it's a lot of frontal lobe development. Just put a put a put a sixteen year old boy next to a sixteen year old girl. That girl will fucking outperform him yeah. mentally. <laughs> yeah. With with people, yeah. Well, because a sixteen year old boy, his entire brain is just boobs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or <He's> pretty, dick. <laughs> pretty primitive. Yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, you know, not entirely, I guess, but. Um, yeah, they're talking about his kids. Yeah, actually, Michael Jackson had three kids with um, Debbie Rowe, his second wife. Now it's alleged he didn't father them. Right, they're not um, his kids. Th- they're not his kids. He had a sperm donor, which yeah. is really weird because I saw an interview with the guy who was the sperm donor. I think on one of the kids, he was. I, he's he's kind of famous. Like I'd seen him before, but I can't think of what his name is. And he was on there, and I think Matt Lauer was interviewing him, and he said, well, if he'd wanted kids and he couldn't perform sexually, because that's what they were assuming, like, with a woman, um, they're like, well, couldn't he just, like, jerk off into a cup? Artificial insemination. Right. So it's like, why did he need another dude's sperm? He wanted kids that he could, could, could have. Yeah, so I so I'm not really sure. Like some, I, there has been some speculation that he wanted white kids. Yeah, well, well, and he was afraid that yeah. if he gave his sperm, then they would turn out black, and he yeah. wouldn't be happy about it. Oh, of course. That. So yeah. I don't know if that's true or not, but that is one speculation. It's well, like want- why he didn't use his own semen. Well, he wanted to be white. He wanted his kids to be white. Right. Yeah. So the kids are not biologically related to him. No. No, they they're Scandinavian as fuck. Last time They're I saw them, look like him. blonde hair, blue eyed, ice blue eyes and shit. They're designer babies. Yeah. Yeah. And that and the weird thing about that too, like Debbie Rowe, she was like the she was like the assistant of his uh somebody that worked for him. Yeah. Like his lawyer no, I just, I don't know. I have it in my notes somewhere, but somebody somebody that worked for him, like she was their assistant or the, something. And that's how they hooked up. But they were married for three years, but it's just like, I don't think they ever had sex. I don't think he ever had sex with Lisa Marie either. Mm. Because he married her, like, right after, like, it was not quite a year after, the, like, the first sexual abuse allegations came out. 
And she had only been divorced from her husband for like three weeks when she married him. Lisa Marie was real vague about what happened with that marriage. All all she did was basically, I remember she was on uh, the Howard Stern show as a guest one time. And Howard Stern had asked, this is back when Howard Stern was relevant. All right, fucking... And she just went, oh, that motherfucker. Basically, so she's like, I don't want to talk about that. Dude. I think she might have been under um, a kind of like a gag order, maybe. There's probably some kind of a legal thing that she fucking signed with him. Yeah, like a non-disclosure, a non-disclosure agreement or something. agreement, because she couldn't talk about him. Yeah. She didn't want, she refused to talk about him. So I was thinking, man, he must have had her legally wrapped up. I think he just hired her to help him get out of those allegations in exchange for helping her music career. Yeah, he probably said, "I'll, I'll get, you, I'll get right behind your music career. You'll be famous." Yeah, yeah, pipe dream. Lisa Marie would never be famous for music. Well, and I did see like a clip of an interview with her where she was saying that she implied that um, that Michael Jackson knew Debbie Rowe, who would become his second wife later on, um, a long time ago. You know what I mean? Yeah. And she and Lisa Marie said that that Michael Jackson allegedly said to her that it's like, oh, if you don't marry me, then I'll just get Debbie to do it. You know what I mean? Because I guess he needed, like, a front because he was, thank you very much, Bryce. That's awesome. I think Michael was guilty as hell. Uh, Yeah, I kind of suspect he was as well. Convenient that all the boys he was friends with were good looking. Yeah, Yeah. they kind of went into that on uh, this other documentary I was watching where it's like all the kids were, were super cute. Yeah. And not all of them were white. Some of them were mixed race, but... Yeah. Victor says, Blanket and Prince do not look white. They definitely look mixed. Dark hair, eyes, and complexion. So, yeah, I don't don't know... I haven't seen it. Yeah, like I said, I've only seen them when they were younger, and I don't even remember what they look like. I thought one of them was just definitely just, like, Scandinavian looking. Yeah, maybe. From what I saw. But like it's been I said, a long maybe, time. That was a long time ago. Because I think the guy that was talking, like, that he, because, uh, that was one of the sperm donors, or so he said, he was a white dude, but that might have just been the other one. You know what I mean? Because yeah. he had, like I said, he had three kids. Yeah. Yeah, okay, Boomer Lady said the kids would get his original nose. Yeah. Yeah, that's, maybe that's what he was afraid of. He didn't want those features. Yeah, because he yeah. had a lot of self-hatred about yeah. it. Because he'd always been kind of like... he. Uh, I saw, and I actually did kind of feel bad for him for a second. Or for little him, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, um, hold on, I wanted to say... Uh, uh, I just wanted to uh, plug the Super Thanks button. If you're listening to the channel uh, recorded uh, and, you, and you want to give us a, a tip, you can do it through Super Thanks. It is activated. And... Uh, Thanks, Bryce, for the first super chat of the evening. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you very much. Okay, that that helps out because we didn't make shit on Streammate today. Pimping <laughs> <laughs> ourselves out. Slow as fuck. Get, it was slow as fuck today. Yeah, I know. I'm starting to get worried. But uh, yeah. but yeah, what are you gonna do? It's just a numbers game. What are you gonna yeah. do? You just gotta sit there and yeah. roll with it. Yeah. But um, now I forgot what I was gonna say. Uh, Winterfell Forever said, "Being a totally unashamedly armchair uh, psychoanalyst here." Yeah. Jackson seemed to have a lot of self-hatred issues regarding probably to his father's abuse when being a very young child. Oh, yeah, definitely. And he, I, I was watching an interview with him, and he remembered um, an event from his childhood. Well, I guess when he was, like, a little bit older. He's like, so he was out with all his brothers, you know, and the Jackson 5 were very, very famous at this time, but he had grown up a little bit. He's like, in this person came up that was like a fan it's like oh my god the jackson five you know what i mean and she's like looking at all of them he's like where's little michael where's little michael and they said oh he's over there and he had grown up some 
and the woman went, uh, what happened to him? Yeah, like, because he got older, right. you know what I mean? Like, he wasn't cute anymore. Right. And um, so uh, apparently that affected him a lot. And Damn. like I said, his dad used to, like, fuck with him about his nose and all that <laughs> other kind of shit, too. So, you know. Um, yeah, High Desert said, I read rumors that MJ's father called him uh, an F-A-G. Yeah, I don't want to say that. but uh, And other names regularly. Yeah, I'd heard that as well. I'd heard that as well. Um, so, yeah, his dad really didn't seem like a nice person. Yeah, he was like ignorant. Yeah, it's you know, and yeah. like I said, that in no way excuses um, anything. Yeah, but uh, Might yeah, be part of the problem. But I mean, it, he yeah, definitely it, when he got his hands on his on money, I don't think he want. He was trying to re- reboot his whole life and, uh-huh. and his whole self. Yeah, he changed the way he looked. Uh, I don't think he wanted really anything to do with his family. He probably paid them off to try to get rid of a lot of them. I think he. I think he uh, was on okay terms with Janet, though. I think. I think. Um, for a little while, a little although while. Latoya, she came out and said that she thought he that he was a pedophile. Right, yeah. But then later on, she recanted that and said, "Oh, my abusive husband, like he was abusive, like he'd been arrested yeah. for it and stuff. He made me say that." Yeah. And then I'm just sitting there going, "Well, why would he make you say that?" But I don't know. It's, I don't yeah, know yeah. if that's true or not. But she recanted she it later. Yeah. But I don't really know. Because I think they kind of, the family kind of disowned her for a little while. Yeah. Like after she said that she thought that he was. That thought that she was, that he was a PDF file. Yeah. So. I actually thought Janet was okay. I thought her music was okay when it came out. It was just more pop music. It did sound like Michael Jackson music a little bit though. Well, yeah. Kind of. I mean, they're all in the same family. So, I mean, obviously. Yeah. 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 American Military 100 said, uh, Michael Jackson was made fun of by his brothers and father for having a. Ball pepper nose or bull pepper, bell pepper? I'm not sure. A bell pepper nose? I guess because it was wide, yeah. And then he also said he was very close with LaToya. They were the closest of all the siblings. LaToya said that she had seen, like, payoff checks that he was given to, like, the kids and stuff. Mm. Bryce said it's weird because Michael was actually good-looking, a good-looking guy before his surgeries. He was. Um, you know, when he, yeah, he looked a little awkward when he was a teenager, but a lot of people look awkward when he was a teenager. Kept, whatever he did, you know, celebrities get little tweaks. They sure. just do because they can afford them. I would have kept him. I would have kept it right about Thriller. Right, that look. Yeah, that, that would have kept it like that. Bad. I thought he looked fake. He, yeah, he started going a little bit that, too. I was like, come on, man. And then he just started looking you look like, like a Disney. You look like a Disney princess. Not not a well, real Disney, but a drawing of a Disney princess. Yeah, right? he started to look like yeah. not like a person anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like he started to look like a weird. Yeah simulacrum of a person yeah you know because of so because they were doing so much weird shit to his yeah face. and then they were airbrushing all the photos you weren't sure exactly what he yeah. looked like i was looking to see him when i covered that bad album and i was just going like i love those boots though i was going those are some badass fucking boots i was like where did he get those boots <laughs> and really unbeknownst to the modern normie fucking um uh, the, the normie back in those days probably even today wouldn't know that Michael Jackson ripped those boots and a lot of the a lot of that outfit from that album ripped it off from the goth scene. Yeah. Yeah. Especially those boots. Yeah, those that were, was goth shit. Those are goths very, are wearing that shit. Those are very gothy boots. Now, but they were custom made to him, but that's where that's what it's that's what inspired him. Yeah. Basically tall pixie boots with buckles going up the sides. Kind of like a motorcycle motocross boot, really. Or winkle pickers, that's yeah. what they used to call them. The idea was based upon motorcycle group boots though. Yeah. Ben said there were rumors that Latoya was Michael Jackson in drag. Yeah, I remember hearing all that. <laughs> well, she also got most of her nose shaved off, so yeah. you know I can see how they were thinking that. Yeah, Ben said they were never seen together. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that too. 
<laughs> I don't know if that's the case, but they uh, she she's not as she was not as pale as them though. But her nose yeah. looked as fucked up. But you know, we still got a lot of ground to cover, don't we? We do, yeah. But I'm okay. just kind of going through, like, right. you know what I mean? Because we talked about a lot of it already. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. So I'm yeah. just kind of like jumping around. But jumping I do around, have okay. kind of like all these notes and stuff. Okay. So yeah, so this so this first kid, this is how this happened. So Michael Jackson's car breaks down. The guy that owns the garage calls his wife and is like, "Holy shit, Michael Jackson's here. He's super famous. Like, come down here and meet him." And she brought the kid, Jordan. Now, so Michael Jackson and Jordan start to become buddies like i said and this is a very common this is what happened to like a lot of these kids and so michael jackson starts hanging out with this whole entire family so michael invited jordan jordan's stepsister and his mom to neverland ranch and they would come there like every weekend he also took them to florida he took them to las vegas like he took them on all these trips and stuff so at this point, Evan, who's the dad, like I said, the mom has already has remarried. So they're like separated, right? They're divorced. But Evan, um, the dad, he is like supposed to see the kid on weekends, but obviously the kid is like, no, I want to go to Neverland and hang out with the famous person instead of seeing my dumbass dad. But then it seemed like Evan told the kid, hey, you should spend more time with Michael Jackson. And then says to Michael, you should build an extension on Neverland so we can live there, you know? Yeah. And so I guess he was going to do it because he went and, like, pulled the permit and tried to get permits and everything like that, but they couldn't get a permit. So then Evan says, well, why don't you buy buy us a house then? <laughs> and I guess, so I guess he did. So, like I said, that was the same month that um, that they went to the World Music Awards in Monaco, and that was where, like I said, I saw that real uncomfortable clip of, like, this 13-year-old boy, like, sitting in Michael Jackson's lap, and it looks, like, really, really weird. Um, Evan apparently got mad about this because he wanted to go to Monaco. <laughs> like, he's the dad, right? Um, you know. So uh, so he got mad, and he starts getting uh, all upset about it. Now, at this point, Evan said he was starting to suspect that Michael Jackson was doing something with his son. He's like, because he would see them, and he's like, he never saw them doing anything inappropriate necessarily but he's like they were always in the room like for a long time and he's like he would see them in bed together even though they had clothes on and shit like that so but he started to think something fishy was up now in july of that year he calls up um or like the the stepdad jordan's stepdad calls up evan his real dad and they're talking about what do you think is going on with this michael jackson situation now uh, David Schwartz, who was the stepdad, he was recording this conversation. It's, this is very, it's all over YouTube. Like you can uh, find this conversation. And uh, apparently Evan Chandler on this phone call is very, very hostile. He calls Michael Jackson evil. And he said uh, that he had hired a lawyer, the nastiest son of a bitch I could find. Um, and said, he said, once I make that phone call, this guy is going to destroy everybody in sight in any devious, nasty, cruel way that he can do it. I've given him full authority to do that. If I go through with this, I win big time. There's no way I lose. I will get everything I want, and they will be destroyed forever. Michael's career will be over. This man is going to be humiliated beyond belief. He will not believe what is going to happen to him beyond his worst nightmares. He will not sell one more record, <laughs> which that wasn't how that turned out. But so as you can imagine... This recording was, like, a big uh, thing for the defense, like, when this, you know, 
when they were like talking about it going to trial and everything. Although I don't think this actually went to trial because Michael Jackson paid them off. Um, you know what I mean? Which doesn't necessarily imply anything, but you know, I'm just saying that he like he, they came to a settlement. Now the thing about this, so Evan seems to be saying that he's going to just sue Michael Jackson back to the Stone Age, presumably because of the allegation, but he's just trying to get money. Because at this point, David Schwartz, the stepdad, says, well, how would that help Jordy, Jordan? And the dad says, that's irrelevant to me. Like, he didn't really seem to care that much about the kid, I guess. Um, And then he said, the bottom line is, yes, his mother is harming him, and Michael is harming him. I can prove that, and I will prove that. It cost me tens of thousands of dollars to get the information I got, and you know I don't have that kind of money. I'm willing to go down financially. So it so happened that a month after that, Chandler, who remember, as I mentioned, was a dentist, he was pulling one of Jordan's teeth, and he had him under the, you know, the anesthetic or the sedative or whatever, and he apparently, when he had him under, he asked if Michael Jackson had molested him, and the boy said that he had. So at this point, Evan Chandler goes to Michael Jackson's lawyers and asks for $20 million and said, or I'm going to take you to court, like for child molestation. Michael Jackson says, no way. And then um, a couple weeks later, though, his lawyers, Michael Jackson's lawyers come back and go, tell you what, we'll give you a million dollars. And Evan Chandler said, no. Um, How about 15 million? So then Michael Jackson said no again and said, oh, well, now I'm just going to give you 350000 And then Evan Chandler said, absolutely not. Um, he also, there were stories going around, too, that he was trying to get a film production deal. Because remember, I said he was a screenwriter. So he was um, trying to get that as well. But the thing about it, and I think that something that a lot of people use to, to kind of like argue Michael Jackson's innocence is that, you know, if all of these people that said that they knew this stuff was going on, like, cause, because some of his, um, the staff that worked at Neverland, like maids and drivers and things like that, allegedly said that they saw, oh, I saw Michael Jackson, like, naked in the shower with a boy. Like, some of them, you know, the maid said, like, I saw their, like, their underwear, like, together on the floor and, like, all this other kind of stuff, or, like, they were naked in the hot tub or something. And, like, one of the maids, I think, like, even quit over it. But but none of them went to the cops, though. And a lot of people are just kind of like, well, if you really thought something bad was going on with these kids, why didn't you go to the cops? And a couple of them actually went to, like, you know, tabloid TV shows like Hard Copy and shit like that and, like, made thousands of dollars telling that story. So people do try to discredit them that way, um, which I which I get. Had she gone to the cops, nothing would have happened. Yeah, the cops maybe said, not. Well, there's no complaints. Right, and that showed up and went. Yeah. You is he molesting you? And the kid would have gone, no. And they're okay, we gotta go. Bye bye. That's what would happen. And maybe, and one well, of the people money. said that they because yeah. they said, well, why didn't you go to the cops if you yeah. knew this was going on? He's like, yeah. well, I didn't think they would believe me. Yeah. Well, they wouldn't care. And maybe there has not. There has to be a complaint. I mean, maybe not. Because they have to prove it. Yeah. And if they don't have the kid as a witness, yeah, to give the testimony, it'll never happen. Then it'll never happen. It's, it's not going to be anything. Well, look, we're going to ha- look, man. We're going to have to do blood tests on everybody here. We're going to make see make. We're going to fucking make sure he isn't diddling anybody. You know what I mean? And the kids are going there. Oh, he ain't diddling nobody. You know, oh, we're still dumb. Arrest them all. You know, fucking separate them. Ain't going to happen. Right. Ain't going to happen. There's got to be a complaint. 
but that's the thing. And, and particularly something like this, like any kind of like sexual abuse or particularly child sexual abuse, yeah. it's very difficult to prove it's gotta be just by its very nature. It's got to be a complaint from the kid or the parents of the kid. Right. And yeah. even the then... Maid. I think he's diddling them kids. And they're like, well, yeah, they're not complaining though. We got to be able to prove it. You know, yeah, that's the thing. So, so yeah, I can say, yeah, it was probably pretty shitty that like she yeah. got twenty thousand dollars from hard copy or whatever the fuck like for selling hey. her story. Cha-ching. But yeah, well, everybody got to cash in somehow. Got to cash guess. in. She didn't. She didn't want any part of it. She left. Yeah, that's all she could do. She, she might as well cash out. Yeah, damages reputation. That's it help damages reputation. I mean, it did. Because look, we're still talking about it on, nowadays. You know, <laughs> I don't have any proof. I can't say it. You know, allegedly. You know, blah blah. I'm gonna cover cover my own ass. I think he did it. I think he did it based on the testimony. I can't prove it. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying he did do it. I'm saying I think he did it. Yeah, I'm kind of yeah. like leaning that way too. To yeah. be honest, it's just there's just too much. When I hear those boys talking about the things that they did and the patterns and of, of behavior, I'm going like. Yeah, this is a dude running a harem. And the thing about yeah. it, like, even before, um, you know, uh, before uh, Wade and James and stuff like that, who the, the two guys are on Leaving Neverland, like, this kid, Jordan, the first one that came out with, and I don't even know if this was, like, the first kid that he did this to. This is just yeah. the first one that, like, that reported it, I guess. Um, when they interviewed him, um, he this the stuff that he said that Michael Jackson did was very similar to what the other, what the, what the two of them said on that yeah. documentary, like almost exactly the same, like the same kind of patterns, the same little nicknames that he had, like this, just the same situation. The, just the whole situation was very, very similar. Yeah. And, um, he, he was being a playboy. Yeah. And it was just kind of yeah. like Jordan said there, cause I saw like some interviews where the cops were interviewing him yeah. and, um, you know, and he was like a tween or like a teenager at this point. And he said that, um, and, and this is something that the other kids said too, that it's like, you know, he would like kind of put his hand like over their crotch, like with the pants on, but then like reach in there. But he was always trying to tell them it's like, you know, like trying to teach them how to masturbate or, you know, or I can do it for you or something like that. Like it was always that kind of shit. Mm. So asking if, asking if he could kiss it. Like, that kind of thing that, like, a couple of them, like, reported that as well. Yeah. So it just seemed like a pattern of behavior. Yeah, and what they said kind of lined up. And it did kind of line up yeah. with other, like, stuff that PDF files would do. Like, this kind of PDF file that, um, where they're kind of just trying to groom you or, like, manipulate you yeah. into doing stuff. And, the, and, and not... You know, not strong arming or not forcing or anything like that. You're just trying to get you to like be into it, like because it's okay. And like, he's kind of he's kind of got his little harem on a conveyor belt. They're ranging from about seven up to about fourteen, and they're as one ages out, he's getting new ones. About seven. Yeah. So he's got his little harem. Had that been a straight guy in '33 with all that money? He'd probably have six, seven girlfriends, you know. Yeah. Ranging from barely legal up to like forty-year-old super cougar, and he'd be fucking running them on a conveyor belt too, aging them out, you know. Yeah. Later on, he's fifty. He doesn't. It's not quite the same harem. And the nineteen-year-old that he had is now, you know, whatever, thirty-something, you know. 
It's what he was doing, which I was like, I immediately recognized it as male behavior. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, that's what he's doing. The, the, so the claims are very um, believable. Very yeah. believable. I mean, it does it does seem very yeah. plausible to me. It's just that his targets were males at a certain age range that are underage. Yeah. That's, but he's doing what a straight guy does to older women. Basically. And like I said, yeah. it really seemed like he. These seemed like romances, yeah. like, and he seemed to see them that way. Yeah, yeah. Like he would write them love letters. Yeah. They would walk around holding hands and yeah. cuddling all the time. Same thing with a dude that's thirty-three and is he loves all that one, all those women, loves them all equally. Yeah. Until he's not interested in them anymore. Yeah. You know, and that might be you know for various reasons they. They get sick of the damn being a part of a harem, and they find a, a man that can afford them. That kind of deal, you know. Maybe that kind, so. of, that kind of shit. But yeah, they're doing that too. So yeah, so in in this case, um, it does seem like the mom didn't think anything was going on at first, but then she like kind of decided like, oh, maybe something is going on. Like later on, um, now they searched. They did a search of Neverland Ranch. Um, and they questioned a bunch of kids who had spent a lot of time with Michael Jackson. All of them what? <laughs> Read what Allison said. The bottom, the bottom one. Oh, his screen name would be Billy Jean 7214. Yeah, 7214. 7214. <laughs> 7 <to> <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's a good one. That's that a good is, that one. is a good one. That is a good one. Yeah. That was his age range. Let me go yeah. get that. I probably need some ice. Okay. No, no, no. My, my ice all melted. Yeah. But yeah, so a lot of kids said that, you know, that he had never done anything to them and stuff like that. But like I said, the thing about it, and this has been brought up on a couple of different documentaries too, it's that after 1993, when this allegation came out and it was just like a huge thing and it was like on all the news and it really kind of like besmirched his reputation, you would think that he would maybe, um, like, back off on the whole hanging out with little kids and, like, holding hands with them and taking kids on tour with him and shit like that kind of thing. Just, you know, j just because to avoid any appearance of impropriety, I guess. But the fact that he didn't do that and he just kept on doing the same shit anyway... And then, like I said, ended up going to trial again in 2005 when there were di when there were different kids making different allegations. I just kind of feel like I think that just goes to show how he really didn't think. I really don't think that he thought he was doing anything wrong necessarily. Like I, I'm not saying that. I think he knew it was wrong because he's like, oh, we'd get in big trouble and go to jail if your mom caught us. Like his, some of the kids said that he told them that, but. I don't know. He just didn't really seem to see it as a big deal or he didn't really seem to see it as a bad thing. It didn't seem like to me, which is messed up. I mean, he just seemed to think it was okay. But like I said, he did know that he would go to jail if he got caught. I mean, he did know that because some of the kids said that. So, I don't know. So, so yeah. So he they, sees himself as a good guy. He doesn't see this as anything wrong. That's what I'm saying. All right. He, that's what I'm he saying. He loves these kids. Yeah. Until he's sick of them. Yeah. Until they break up. You just don't understand. You're ignorant. Yeah. And that's the thing. And I wanted to bring this up because Ben pointed out, pointed this out. 
It said some of the kids' testimony has been contradicted. It's like one kid on Finding Neverland, I think this was Wade, uh, claimed he was molested at that train station, except it hadn't been built at the time. Yeah, I had heard that allegation um, because I don't think the train station at Neverland was built until he was 15 or 16, and I think that he didn't see Michael Jackson anymore after he was 14. But I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure if he's... I don't know. Like, I, listening to them talk, it just really doesn't seem like they're making the stuff up. And it's like, maybe... They knew him too well. Well, and, and the thing about it is maybe they just kind of got timelines confused or something like that. Like, yeah. it happens. Like, I don't I don't know. Yeah, but, memory isn't all that real. Yeah, so, so I don't really know if that completely discounts it. That yeah. is that is kind of like a ding against the story because, yeah, yeah. that wasn't there. And another thing, though, is that just because, okay, we were talking about some of the celebrities like Macaulay Culkin and fucking some of these I don't I can't say that dude's name fucking Corey um, Feldman yeah Corey Feldman um just because they weren't molested didn't mean he was doing other things those were celebrities he might have been attracted to them he might have been afraid of them because they had enough money to defend themselves they were harder to bribe those families so he probably didn't do anything with them yeah, that we'll see. That's yeah. what we were talking about before, because yeah. like I said, Macaulay Culkin has always been like a big champion. And Michael Jackson said, you know, he hung out with him a lot. Like when he, you know, when Home Alone came out and he was real fa getting real famous and he's just like, oh, you know, he never did anything to me. We just hung out in his bedroom, played video games and all that kind of stuff, which that very well may be the case. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that he didn't do it to other people. Like you said, yeah. perhaps because Macaulay Culkin was famous, was, famous, was yeah. like a big star and like had more eyes on him. Yeah. Like maybe it would, it was easier for him to he go was, after kids that were not as well-known. Probably and didn't see Maca Macaulay... What's his name? Macaulay Culkin. Maca yeah, Macaulay. That's not even a fucking real name. Come on. <laughs> you know, if you don't have a name like Bob or fucking Pete and shit, I'm not going to remember. <laughs> you know, that's not a real name. That's a Hollywood name. Okay. Just because that kid didn't get the dick didn't mean that fucking... He didn't, you know, didn't want to give it to him. It's just... He, was, he had protection. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, Mike probably had a crush on him, but Maybe so. considered him unattainable. Yeah. Kind of like you're dating a girl or something. You like her, but you know you can't get it. It's going to be something like that. Yeah. Or he got it, but it was true love, and he's going to fucking back him. I ain't, ain't going to give you up, Michael. Not till I die. Well, been, like I said, it might have been that too. Because, too. Yeah. yeah. And it could be, like... Macaulay Culkin, he had a lot of problems also I knew when he, he was growing up. I mean, it's it's difficult. Like, being a child star, like, fucks ugh. you up really, really bad. Yeah, and then saying that Michael Jackson fucked you, fucked you, would put you, fuck your career up if you're famous, too. So you can't fucking say anything. Well, and in a way, that's kind of what, <laughs> what that was one of the reasons um, that, you know, Wade, one of the guys on Leaving Neverland, that was one of the reasons that he really didn't want to say anything was because... I mean, he's quite famous, like, in his, he's a choreographer, and he worked with, like, NSYNC and Britney Spears and stuff like that, and he ended up moving to the United States when he was a kid because of Michael Jackson, because he was, just lived in Australia, and he was a huge Michael Jackson fan, like, when he was five, and he learned to dance like him, and he won a dance competition, and the prize was you got to meet Michael Jackson. That's how he met him. Yeah. And he danced so cool that Michael Jackson's like, oh, you should come to L.A., like, come on tour with me. Like, he put him up on stage, like, in his shows and everything like Scooped that. Scooped it right up. Scooped it yeah. right up. Yeah, and so, like, he moved most of the family. <laughs> he moved most of the family to California. Smooth. How about you ever met Michael came up with that competition? 
I'm gonna find who I can do. Oh, can he, maybe he did. Who can dance like me the best? I'm gonna see if he's hot. Oh yeah, he's hot. You coming with me? Pack up your whole family, just like Willy Wonka. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah it's weird. I yeah, mean, when yeah. you think about it, like yeah, I yeah. said, and and I think that his mom in particular. I need a dance partner. Yeah, his mom in particular, like, she's interviewed quite extensively, like, on this documentary, too. And I kind of felt bad for her, but then in another way, I was just kind of like, I don't. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, yeah, it's like you picked up your whole, like, she seems to regret it now, but. He got a career out of it. He did, yeah. And like I said, he did really well for himself. And he seems, you know, okay now. Like, he got married, he's got a kid and everything like that. But it's just kind of like, it's just so weird and she said, like, even at the time, like, her, she didn't, it wasn't even the whole family. Because I yeah. think she was still married to her husband, but they left the fucking husband back in Australia. Yeah, yeah he's like, what I, the I, fuck are you going with? My didn't he kill himself later? I don't know. Like, several years later? I think he did. I think he did. committed suicide many years yeah. later. But um, I don't know if it was just because of that. It might have been, like, some other things, too. But she basically, she took Wade and the sister and took off. And went to, and she said that it was her dad or her father-in-law or something like that was at the airport and said, "Have you lost your mind? Yeah, like you're just uprooting your whole entire family and you're go there." And but they were with him, Michael Jackson, all the time. They were yeah. like, they stayed in Neverland for like months at a time. Yeah, Ted um, brings up some brings up a good point. He says, "Well, Ted Bundy didn't kill every woman that he met." Exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. So it's just kind of like. You know, I'm not saying that, like, all the kids that said, oh, he never molested me. I'm not saying they're lying. Yeah. I'm just saying maybe he didn't. I mean, he's had a bunch of kids around all the time. Like I said, mostly boys. He didn't really seem to seem to fuck with girls. Um, You know what I mean? Like, he didn't. He didn't really. He had friends. He had friends that were grown women. Like, he was friends with, you know, Elizabeth Taylor famously. And I think he was friends with Brooke Shields for a while. Shit like that. So they they hung out. But it's just kind of (laughs) like. So he did have his champions. Yeah. Because, you know, Elizabeth Taylor always went to bat for him and stuff like that. But it just seems like... And, Elizabeth and, Taylor was a fag hag. Well, which, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, it must be said. That's, yeah, There's nothing wrong with fag hags. It's just, that's you know, what she was. But yeah, she, she definitely was. Yeah. But, um, but yeah. So, so I kind of feel like... And, uh, and like I said, it's crazy that he was just so open about... Just he wanted to hang out with kids. He didn't really hang out with grown-ups all that much. Yeah. Like, there's all this footage of him, like, running around Neverland Ranch, like, you know, playing with bubbles and all this other kind of stuff, and there's just all these kids. And it's almost always boys. Almost always boys. And they said that he would have, like, all these kids up on stage at his shows, and I was kind of looking, too, because I was just kind of like, how many of them are girls? And it's just like, they'd be, like, one token girl. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, it was pretty much all boys. Yeah. Put one girl, put her over there on the edge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I don't have to look at her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess. He really didn't seem to have much time for girls at all, of any age. Allison uh, asked us to explain Bubbles the Chimp. Yeah, what was that about? I mean... Bubbles the Chimp was just a possession. It's a childlike... It's it's like... Okay, I think... I think... I think fucking... um, Oh, she wants to know if he had sex with Bubbles the Chimp. No, I don't think so. I think... Well... No. (laughs) I think Bubbles... Poor Bubbles. I think Bubbles was kind of like the prototype for fucking Blanket. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of like having a child. It wasn't quite good enough. Except Those a child that could tear your arms yeah, off. Yeah, they grow up and they get, <laughs> get mean and they can't talk, you know. So I think he got bored with Bubbles. I don't yeah. know what happened to Bubbles. Probably yeah. sold Bubbles. Yeah, whatever did happen to Bubbles. Did he just like sell them to like Probably a Probably sold fucking... Bubbles. And then um, 
Sold the fucking. Picture said he just he just blew bubbles. That's a good yeah. one. That's a good one. Oh my god! And he decided he's gonna have children of his own. Uh, with through sper- sperm donors and and paid women. And some people have speculated, and like like I said, this is a legend, and I don't know if this is the case or not. But it's celebrities just like, are freaks, man. And well, he's a freak of the when celebrities. when they. I think this was during the 2005 yeah. allegations. They were talking about taking his kids away because they didn't know, like, mm. if he was doing something to them, too. I mean, they deny yeah. it. But, you know, and there's... I, I don't know if there's any reason to think that he did anything to his own kids, but... I don't think so. But, yeah, I, I never really heard anything like that. Probably but, not. Yeah. He probably wanted to have the experience of having children. He was getting older by that point. Yeah. I think he died at, what, 50? He, was, he almost, was 50 when he died. Yeah. Yeah. So, which which is, he died older than I thought he did. I thought he died in his 30s or 40s. No. I thought he died in 40s. Yeah, he was 50. 50, yeah. Yep. And does anybody know what he looked like at time of death? I don't think they really... Well, no, yeah, they did, because they did? he wasn't, like, reclusive or anything. Okay. He was actually, the day before he died, he was, out? He was rehearsing for... He okay. was going to do, like, a big comeback tour. Okay. And he was at the rehearsal, and they said he was. He, he seemed totally fine. Okay. So he but, looked the same as he did. Yeah, probably he more, like or less. Did, more, more or less. More or less, he looked yeah. the same as he did in his 30s. And they said when he died, like the autopsy said yeah. that he was actually like pretty healthy. Okay. But the thing about it, like I said, we might get into that like a little bit yeah. later, but I mean, he died. It was essentially like a drug overdose. Well, yeah. he was, um, the doctors were always prescribing him these really, because he had insomnia. And so they were always, like, he got addicted to painkillers at one point, too. I wouldn't be able to sleep at night either if I was fucking doing the Sydney Well, this, yeah, you got a he's point ju- there. juggling all these fucking boys. You got a point shit, there. Fucking yeah, like maybe a, he's just... This shit could come crashing down at any moment. They're all so ignorant. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so he's yeah. just, like, keeping them awake. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he had to keep taking more and more powerful, like, sedatives to get him to sleep, evidently. So the doctor that ended up getting... Uh, convicted of like involuntary manslaughter. Mm. Like I think he did three years, or he got a four-year sentence, but I don't think he served at all. But um, they're saying Bubbles went to a zoo. Yeah, that's what I figured. Because they it, Bubbles bit Michael. Bubbles knew what was up. Yeah. <laughs> you never touch me again, bitch. <laughs> well, at least he didn't. Eat, he, at least he didn't. Bubbles didn't eat his face off mm-hmm. like the. Although maybe Michael Jackson would have liked that. He's like, yeah. oh, I can start over, clean slate. Yeah. But we're terrible. Just take some off my ass here and you put it on. My... <laughs> it's smoother skin here. <laughs> It'll never grow razor stubble. <laughs> High Desert said Bubbles died normally a couple of years ago. Okay. Yeah, I was he. I was like, he's got to be dead by now. But I'm not. I don't remember what the life expectancy for a chimpanzee is. Victor says y'all should do a show on Richard Simmons. Is he a recluse because he got fat? Is he being held against his will? I need to know. Yeah. I didn't even know that that was a thing. Like, he disappeared? Oh, man. Uh, Richard Simmons, first of all, he was a fake fitness expert. Okay? His job was to make fat women feel better. Uh, fat old women at home to make them feel better. and Because he didn't really do much working out. Nah. He did some bullshit. You know what I mean? Moving his arms and shit. Flapping his wings. Which and I guess is better sit, than sitting on your ass, but still, yeah, not much better. Not much better. <laughs> and then he would fucking eat and eat and fucking, and then get on the show and cry about how about how much they're abusing, hurting fat women, and how hard it is to be a fat woman. So f- older fat women could could you know, this was at a time when televangelists did well. Yeah, okay, it was, he was kind of like a tele, kind of the same grift as a televangelist. A little bit, yeah. 
going after kind of like vulnerable, yeah. lonely, middle-aged yeah. women. Right. I would say he's... Okay, I'm going to fucking put it in modern terms. He was the prototype to the fat acceptance movement. <laughs> it's okay if you're fat. It isn't... No, you're fat, you're fat. Lose weight. But you're not going to lose your weight fucking Richard Simmons way. You got to fucking... Cut the fucking diet down, make sure the hormones are straight, and lift. You'll lose a lot of weight. You'll lose a lot of fat. Aerobics is not that good at it. Especially when you're older. Allison said, I'd watch a Richard Simmons podcast. I'm gonna just, Okay, I'm going to write that down because that is actually a good idea. Richard Simmons. And yeah, and, well, we'll and Victor said, yeah, he hasn't out. been seen in public in yeah. years. And some people are saying he's been manipulated or isolated by some people. So that's okay. an interesting The mysteries story. of Richard. The, the mysteries, mysteries of, of disappearance of Richard Simmons. Where is, I need a piece of paper. Help. Help. Richard Simmons. Richard Simmons probably fat, because he was fat then. Well, he. Well, that was kind of part of his shtick. Was that that's how yeah. he became like a yeah. fitness guru or whatever you want to call it? Is Fake that like? Fitness guru. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm with Bunny Rabbit. Yes, as Eddie Izzard says. But yeah. So. Um, and the fitness industry is chock full of fucking fakes, filled with fakes, including, <laughs> including Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's a fitness fake. All right. Fucking well, it's easy to yeah, it's, it's an easy thing. grift to do, like it's any grift, kind of yeah. nutrition, yeah. weight loss, any kind. If you can come up with something that sounds easy and kind of crazy and like not that anything buddy's done before, then you can like make a fucking mint on that yeah. shit. I respect Arnold's stuff on lifting. Yeah, but he leaves the steroid angle out. He leaves that out. All right. He fucking, he's, you must take supplements. Well, we didn't ever tell you what the supplement is. You know, but that's... Supplements. That's supplements. Yeah. <laughs> and the workout routines he's talking about only work when you're on those supplements. A fucking normal human would just probably fucking get smaller or get, in, get injured. Especially if you're older. Doing what he's telling you to do. So, and then he became a real fake when he went for that damn gladiator vegan diet thing. Him and some other guys cooked up the vegan secret. Whatever. No, no, you're not. You'll never look like Arnold did when his prime on a vegan diet. There's, you'll never meet the protein requirements and stay underneath the cal the caloric in intake you need. Only a gorilla could do that. You're not a gorilla. You know, they could eat all well, kinds of plant matter. Last, last you checked. But they're fucking eating lots of that shit, and they 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 were built to metabolize it. Um, and then they came out. He was saying, "Well, you know, the gladiators were vegans. Yeah, but the gladiators were slaves too. <laughs> they fucking killed them. Pretty, they killed them. You know. So, but pro gladiators, the big superstars, ate meat. Mm -hmm. And they also gave them women. And eventually, they gave them freedom. Here, have a woman. Mm -hmm. Have two. Oh no, no, no! Not only that. No, they give them. <laughs> well, they had prostitutes. They give them. Yeah, women. I know. <laughs> they were superstars. And noble Roman women would pay to go fuck them." Yeah. Yeah. Well, they, they kind the of went into that on, on the yeah. Spartacus show. Yeah. Yeah. Like they were all. That, they were not that. exaggerating. They, they just wanted that. to jump right on all those. Babies. Yeah, and whoever owned that gladiator got the proceeds. Yeah. So the, the the gladiator owner was basically pimping out his gladiators to the finest women in in Rome, rich women, rich young ones, because they were these dudes were fucking superstars, and of course he got he got the cooch. You know, hey, I got a present for you. Look, finest Roman family. Oh, thanks, boss. Yeah, 
Because they were in prison. They were prisoners. Yeah. You know? DVD Dragon said, Bubbles was not molested. Lack of opposable thumbs means no hand jobs. See, well, there you go. <laughs> That's all that. Gorillas, chimpanzees have opposable thumbs. Yeah, they do. <laughs> what are you talking about? That was funny, though. Yeah. Yeah, I wanted you, could you get into I don't think they have sex like people do. They're, they're not as interested in it. They just jump on a ride and then get yeah, like, bam, 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 and they're like, yeah, bye. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's it. I don't think they're thinking about it. <laughs> okay, I've passed on my sperm. Yeah. On to the next one. Yeah, that's kind of what they do. But yeah, so, um, so obviously this whole thing here uh, never ended up going to trial. Uh, Michael Jackson did end up settling. I believe... It was for $23 million uh, was the settlement. And, uh, you know, they did come out and say, well, this is not an admission of guilt or blah, blah, blah. It's like they just didn't want to go through the media circus and stuff like that, which, like I said, fair enough, uh, maybe. So, um, so, yeah. Now, there was another kid who was hanging out with Michael Jackson at around this time, too, named Brett Barnes. He was another one that was, uh, he was 11 at the time. And he all, they also kind of paraded him out, like, saying uh, that he had not been molested, even though he had slept in the same bed with Michael Jackson. His story was, I was on one side of the bed and he was on the other. It was a big bed. Macaulay Culkin said, I think it was on the Larry King show, that Michael Jackson's bedroom was actually like two stories. Like, I guess the way he was talking was like, it was like a big bedroom, but then it had like a loft, like up above it, kind of. And he's like, so sometimes like the kids would sleep up there. But the thing about it was that, um, and I think that even Wade, the guy from Leaving Neverland, and his sister had slept in that loft up there. But the thing about it, though, is that most of the kids said they slept in Michael Jackson's bed. Yeah, I'm gonna go back to my original statement. How? What the fuck is a thirty-something-year-old man doing this for months on end? Months on end. Where are the women? Where are the men? If you're gay, where are the men? That's you what I'm saying. Time for this shit. Have kids over your house, fucking all the fucking time. Months on end. Get your fucking kids out of my fucking house. So I can get laid. <laughs> you know what I mean? Get them out of my fucking house. I got. I fucking. I gotta bust this nut. Right. Well, where do you think he's? getting his shit no this is what he's into man yeah of course well i mean it's gotta be like makes i said a lot it, more just, sense, doesn't it? it just looks it make, super super fishy makes a lot more like sense. i said if it was anybody else yeah. who would do that like who no. who would let their kid hey go sleep in this grown man's bed oh it's fine it's not fine as soon as i hear the testimony of those two other kids you know when they now that they're grown up and they just let they laid it out what the system was it's like oh yeah of course it makes sense now yeah yeah they're trying to make it seem like yeah. he was trying to make it seem like it was innocent and yeah. like wasn't any big deal. And the thing about it was, I think he it, may have thought it was innocence. Probably. Yeah. Well, that's the, kind of the thing was that, and I kind of, you know, I I don't know if I necessarily ever thought just he was little innocent. kids fucking around. They're just little kids. Yeah, but it, well, kids. and like several people yeah. in the documentary, yeah. including like Wade's mom and Wade's grandma and stuff like that. We're like, oh well, he was just like a kid himself, so we yeah. didn't really think about it. Yeah. So some people were just like, ah, he, you know, he They're just all down near playing doctor together. Right. <laughs> like he, <laughs> like he was just the same age as them, so it wasn't weird. But then, like, the more that I was like reading through all the stuff about PDF files and about like this yeah. particular kind of PDF file, like which yeah. he probably was, that's exactly what they do. Yeah. They relate to children more. They just yeah. want to hang out with children all the yeah. time, and they do children things because they're kind of regressed, yeah. but they're still yeah. manipulating them into doing shit that kids should not be doing with a grown yeah. person, you know? Yeah. So, I, 
and just and, the kind of way he went about it, like and, I said, their their stories were very yeah, similar. Yeah, he probably thinks it's harmless and it's okay. Yeah, I think uh, he did think it was he harmless. He thinks he's a little kid, but no, you're not, man. Fucking, you're doing shit that fucking little kids don't do. Yeah, you you know you're sophisticated enough to have a whole convey, conveyor belt system and an age selection system and a grooming system and a recruitment system. Kids don't have that, right? And then a fucking and then the, all the finances to fund it. And then the fucking intellect to fucking hide it. No, yeah. you're not a little kid. You're a fucking person. You're you're you're, an, you're not a person. You're an adult. Yeah, you're a grown you're man. A fucking grown ass adult. Grown man. And no matter how you fucking spin it, you're taking advantage of these fucking underage kids. Yeah, they're just kids. Yeah. I mean, you are a grown seven. Up. That's fucking. That's a child. Yeah. You know. Big time. Yeah. Fourteen. That's fucking underage. That's a kid. You know what I mean? That's a kid. It's not a child. It's a kid though. And that was when he was losing interest in him. Yeah. Around that time. So, child. That's what he's into. Yeah. Not even kid. Child. Yeah, which is fucked up. Yeah. It's fucked up. But, um, but yeah. So, now they did try for a while. Because, like, I remember how I said Evan Chandler, the kid's dad, um, they had all that recording of him uh talking about how he's gonna hire a lawyer and he's gonna win and all this other kind of stuff so actually they did the cops did look into him for extortion as well because that was of course how michael jackson's defense team or their lawyers were gonna play it and that's how they played it in the media that it's like this guy is just trying to get all this money out of us which like i said yes he was i'm not denying that it just definitely does seem like evan chandler was like cash like gonna cash in on the shit but that doesn't mean that the son was not molested you know what i'm saying Look, man, this is a 30-something-year-old to a 50-something-year-old dude. You look at the boys that he was hanging out with. They look like models. Especially by the time they get around 14 or 15, that looks like a boy model. Like I said, they, well, they were all actors, dancers. Yeah, yeah. They were all like in the entertainment industry yeah. or like aspiring entertainers. Yeah. They weren't just friends. If they were just friends, they'd be a fat kid. You know, and ugly kids. Fat, ugly kids. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, all right, dude. Here, have a drink. Yeah, yeah. You know, no, these are fucking pretty boys. Yeah. Know? Yeah. He definitely seemed to have kind of yeah, a Yeah, and that's what, he was, that was what he was going for. I mean, they yeah. looked like they could have been the secret member of Duran Duran before they were famous. That's what he was... Yeah. That's what they look like. It, yeah. It is kind of like... It's like a... It's suspicious. Like a miniature George Michael. It's suspicious. Yeah. So, so yeah. Um, so, so like we said earlier, um, it was at this point that they did the, uh, all the naked photographs yeah. of, uh, Michael Jackson, which like I said, he was very, it's just, it's so cringy, like Take watching him. Pictures of my penis. Yeah. Like my watching buttocks. him <laughs> like talk about it. It's just, I don't know. It's just. It very, made it even more cringy. It, yeah. It made it like even more creepy, like yeah. the way he was talking about it. Um, I don't know why they thought they should have released that. Um, now, yeah, what I, that seemed like, like I said, it made it look even more. Uh, funny, look, so I, I, don't I, really know. I read Howard Stern's book. I think it was called Private Parts. I yeah, think yeah. It was the name of the book. I so the, there's a movie too, but I think, yeah. the, I think the book was called Private. And in there, he had a chapter about the time Michael Jackson's people came to him during these allegations, and that they wanted him to tell everybody that Michael Jackson would, didn't do it. Yeah, and uh, Stern says in the book at this time he said he, you know at the time of the reading of the book and it was a new book when I got it came out right around the movie came out 
He said he didn't talk about it on the show. He's afraid to talk about a show. He was saving it for the book. Yeah. He said when he met Michael Jackson, first of all, the first thing he showed up was a fucking army of fucking PR people. It was a whole entourage. And it was like 20 or 30 people. And at the back, he saw Michael Jackson and he's fucking... See, he looked like a... <laughs> see, he was dressed as a member of the gay militia. <laughs> <laughs> that was at a time where... Jackson wore these black little like uniform things with fucking silver trim and yeah, glasses. Yeah, and shit. I remember that. And he uh, had a mask on and a hat and fucking glasses. And you could just see this little fucking head back there, you know, behind the crowd. He sits down and they're just working on Stern for a fucking half hour or so. And then Stern's people are talking to him too. And he said to get to Jackson, you had to go through a maze of fucking handlers. And they were doing all the thinking for him when it came to this. Eventually, he he had a chance to fucking sit down next to Jackson. And he said he was sweating. You could see the makeup dripping off his face. And he said he didn't know what to say to him, you know. He said you know, and the only thing he knew about Jackson was that he liked Depok Chopra. Yeah, oh, God. Okay. That explains a lot. Yeah. Which you can have a fucking AI meme generator fucking give you Deepak there, Chopra. There, there actually is a uh, Deepak Chopra yeah. uh, gener- sentence generator. Yeah. It's hilarious. His wisdom bullshit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. I, would, I, I spent like a whole hour on the like just one day just like reading those. It was so fucking funny. Yeah. And fucking he said like almost nothing. He goes, oh yes, I like Deepak Chopra very much. And look, and the, the energies are everywhere. That, that kind of shit. That was all he fucking said. And uh, okay. basically all he fucking said to, to, to Stern. And um, Stern got the fucking feeling. He says, he says, he said, he said the whole thing was insane. They wanted him, they, his entourage wanted Stern to get on the radio and basically foment a fucking rebellion against the criminal justice system and all these allegations that, you know, he wanted, you know, they wanted him to actually go out on the streets with megaphones, with fucking crowds of people and shit, and he, which was hokey as shit. Stern was going like, I because Stern would do. He in, in, earlier on in the years, but prior to this, Stern did shit out in public, and made stunts. They wanted him, you know, but he kind of outgrew that. They wanted him to go back to that. And Stern said, he just couldn't fucking go to bat for for. For, for for Jackson, he just he said he just kept seeing those photographs and, and him talking about the children and fucking Stern was like, well, if you're so concerned about the children, where are the girls? Yeah, yeah. And he just said it just looked too fucking fishy. So he kind of had they kind of they didn't do evidently they didn't do a non-disclosure thing. It's just that he didn't want to spoil it for the book. Yeah, and that there was there were more details to it. It's a good story. Yeah, uh, but he, you know, he met him for like a couple hours, but only got, only said a couple things to him. Everything else was dealing with this maze of handlers. So what I was trying, the reason why I'm telling the story is that these things like making the video on how to deal with the fucking allegations and him, he touching my penis, my butt. That was his entourage and all these lawyers and all these PR firm experts that he had hired. Yeah, and evidently they did all of his fucking PR type shit too. Or he had PR firms handling everything that he did. This might have been a very different PR firm. Well, the PR firms, man, can give very hokey advice. Expensive advice might be very hokey. And I think he paid a lot of money 
for that advice to make those videos. Maybe in those days, your, your average normie might buy into that. It wouldn't work today. It didn't work on me. It was like, that's pretty fishy, man. I would never made that video. That's very embarrassing. Yeah. But I think what they wanted is they wanted sympathy. Well, yeah, I think that's exactly what he was trying to do. Yeah. Like I said, he was trying to like um, paint himself as the outraged victim. It's like, yeah. look what they did to me. It was so humiliating. Yeah. And, which, you know, it yeah, it would be humiliating if you didn't do the shit, but, you know. Stern thought it stank to high heaven. I mean, yeah, it do, it just seems fishy. Like I yeah. said, the whole situation and just the shit that he was open about is sketchy enough. You know what I mean? He so, said being around that guy was like being on another planet. Oh, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah, so he just seems like... They were, in a, they were in a reality suspension field. <laughs> they suspended reality. Right. And all the PR people were... said He said that they were totally delusional. Delusional Hollywood and PR types. Yeah. Because they're, they're, this is their grift. That's how right. they make money. Yeah. Trying to save people's careers or whatever, you know, defend people. But he said that they were not in contact, they were not in touch with the average person. And Stern said he looked at those photographs and he goes, people aren't going to like that. Yeah. Because he looked at it if we could see it. Just look at it. It doesn't look right. Yeah. Where are the girls? Where are the black boys? Yeah. Like I said, some people got some uh, yeah. theories about that. Yeah. So, like I said, far as I know, the only black boy that he hung out with was yeah. the kid. And why is Michael story. Jackson not black anymore? That's <laughs> yeah. another fucking spooky yeah. shit about that, you know? It's just, it's a sign of some fucking weird shit happening. Well, he had some, he had some problems. He had some very, very deep-seated psychological yeah. problems. Yeah. Um, big time. I mean, even aside from all of this stuff. But yeah, imagine so, if some white dude turned himself black, and just started hanging out with none but black boys. That would look fucking. They people would arrest that dude, man. Probably they're like, yeah. we don't even know what we're <laughs> gonna arrest you for. I don't even know what <laughs> yeah, law you're breaking. Like, fucking, what the fuck? Get, get yeah, off the street. Yeah, well, there's no difference. <laughs> That's what I mean. There's no difference. Like, when it's the other way, yeah. like everyone's just like, oh, he's just eccentric just or the, whatever. No, it's it's the white it's 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 the white fucking reality suspension field. Just because you're white, you think it's normal to be white. That's a black dude. He's become right, white. Right. They're like, yeah, don't you think Imagine that's a little how, strange? Yeah, how much stranger would it be if you saw a white dude become black? Remember that movie Soul Man that came yeah. out in the 80s? That really does not play this yeah, game. Yeah, you have a white dude that became black, <laughs> and he's hanging out with nothing but pretty little black boys. With an occasional little black girl, just for cover. No. See, no. that's what I... Yeah, like no. I said, when you say it like that... Yeah. Um, or like I said, when you say it, like if it was just like a regular dude yeah. that it's like, Hey, I'm going to build an amusement park in my front yard yeah. <laughs> and like have all these little boys over for sleepovers. And we're, oh, we're, just, video games. we're just playing video games. It's like, absolutely. Everyone yeah. be like predator. predator. Yeah. Yeah. You know I, mean? I got a whole arcade with fucking stand up console, fucking video games. I got missile command. I got fucking, yeah. <laughs> and the bo little boys can come over and play them for free. Yeah. And we'll hang out. Yeah. Totally and have a innocent. few drinks. Mm -hmm. And we won't tell the parents, but we'll have a few drinks. Yeah. I'll even let you guys smoke. Right. Yeah. You know. And the thing is, though, is if you're over 14, you're not invited. Yeah. 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 What the fuck? We only want the cute <laughs> young the ones. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. When you lay it out yeah. like that, it's clearly. Yeah, it's clearly what it is. What it is. It is what it is. It is what it appears to be. Yeah. 
people are what they appear to be. No matter, they say don't judge a book by the cover. No, in general, judge a book by the cover. People are what they appear. You see a dude down in the gutter, piss stained, toothless, hasn't showered in fucking six months. You know what you're dealing with. And he is what he appears. Exactly as he appears. But yeah, so after all these photographs that they took, because they, they had to show them to the kid because they wanted to kind of like prove that it's like, you know, compare his testimony with what the dick actually looked like, I guess. It's like, I'm sorry for making you think about Michael Jackson's dick. But um, so according to some of the detectives that worked on the case and um, the DA and the photographer and everything like that, uh, they actually thought that Jordan's description of his penis matched the photos. But apparently some other people thought not. And I think there was a controversy, too, because I think Jordan said that he was circumcised and he's yeah. not. Now, Danny Ghostface comes in and says maybe he did it because he was experiencing racism, so he was trying to become another... No. Michael Jackson was loved since he was a child. Yeah. All right. No, he was a fucking celebrity when he was a child. Yeah. I was a little kid. remember he... A, B, C, then one, two, three. He'd be on television, man. Yeah. I couldn't tell the difference between Michael Jackson and Rodney Allen Rigby. Because I saw Rodney Allen Rigby. I said, where the fuck? Because I saw him at the Pike. Me and his mom and my mom were hanging out. We were fucking on the Ferris wheel. Me and Rodney Allen Rigby. <laughs> you know who that is. But he was a little black <laughs> yeah, everybody's like, He was a spokesperson for Jack in the Box. Yeah. He was, a, he, was, he, he was the same age as So he. it was kind of like a lo- more of like a local celebrity? Yeah, yeah California. California. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Southern California. And he, and thought, he thought that kid and Michael Jackson. Were, were yeah, I thought kid. they knew each other. They <laughs> oh, both, okay. <laughs> they're both black. They both had afros. They're both on television. They know each other. The two black. Look, every kids time in afros. they see me, every time they're on television, I wave to them. <laughs> so I, used to think, I used to think they could see me for a while. You know. You thought people on TV could see you. Yeah. Ah, uh, that's so cute. For a little while. That's okay. So my dad had to tell me they can't see you, so they can't see me. Because no. <laughs> you're just like sitting there talking. Yeah, yeah, hey, I'm hey, talking to him. Hey, hey, buddy. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> That's Rod- Rodney Allen Rippy was his name. Rodney Allen, Rodney Allen Rippy. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, fucking Michael Jackson didn't experience any racism. He was loved since he was a fucking child by the public. He was a fucking superstar. Yeah, I mean, you know. So no, he just he was just transracial. He didn't like black people. He wanted to be white. I mean, that's what some of his staff have said, yeah. that he really did not like black, like, really did not like black people. Like, he kind of sounded like, you know, like my old southern grandpa. Yeah. Is that kind of not liking black people. Um, but yeah, it was that kind of thing where it's like, oh, they're all thieves and they're all lazy and they're not like other people. And he would say stuff like that, allegedly. Like, that's yeah. what some of his like. The only racism Michael Jackson experienced was his own. <laughs> he didn't like black people. Well, like I said, yeah. I don't even know. Like, I just think he had a real, like Winterfell said earlier, like, I think that he just had a real problem with, like, self-hatred. Well, it probably started with the family. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. Didn't like, he didn't get along with his family, so. He was trying to reboot who he was. When he got money, he rebooted. Yeah. And he wanted to be a different person. That's yeah. all it was. I, yeah, I think that's what it was. Yeah. Like, he just wanted to distance himself, like, as yeah. far as possible, and he just wanted to look completely different. You know what I mean? So, so yeah. So, we talked about Lithuania before saying that uh, she she kind of went back and forth on it. Like, at first she was kind of like, oh, I support my brother, he'd never do anything like that. And then she comes out and she's like, oh, he's totally a PDF file. And then, um, she, you know, she said something like, uh, I think she told Katie Couric, it's like that he had boys over all the time and they'd stay in his room for days. Then they'd come out and he'd bring another boy. Um, and he said he never had two at a time, like which she thought was fishy. Also said that she saw... 
checks that he wrote out like to the families which was supposedly supposed to be hush money um but then like people try to discredit her too because they said well oh well she tried to sell that story to a tabloid for like half a million dollars so maybe that i don't really know but um and then like i said later on she recanted the story and said oh my abusive ex-husband like made me say it for some reason i don't really know um so there's that now, uh, so right around this time, like I said, um, a little less than a year after uh, the allegations came out and like they were trying to reach a settlement or whatever, um, he married Lisa Marie Presley. Now, they had met a long time ago. I think they met like still while Elvis was still alive, like when she was kind of young. I almost went to high school with Lisa Marie. Yeah, really? Yeah. <laughs> My mom's boyfriend, she was going to marry him. He was a fucking chemical engineer, lived up in fucking Ojai. And that was the local private school. Was at Ojai, and that's and fucking Lisa Marie went to Ojai. Good thing I didn't go. She said she hated that school. It's nothing but snots. <laughs> nothing but snots. Mostly, yeah. mostly celebrity kids. Good thing I didn't go to Ojai. Fuck that place. <laughs> but yeah, so apparently they'd been friends a long time ago, and I guess like when all of this shit was going on, like they kind of sort of reconnected like friendship and i guess he was calling her all the time like commiserating like or you know complaining about how mean the media was to him and stuff so um she said at least at the time that she believed he didn't do anything wrong um and that he was wrongly accused and said yes i started falling for him i wanted to save him um so basically he just one during one of these phone conversations he just said if i asked you to marry me would you do it now, later on, like I said, she did come out and say that she was angry. She called herself disposable. That was the word that she used. Mm -hmm. um, and she said that even at the time that he was asking about her marrying him when all of this shit was going on, um, Debbie Rowe was also around because, like I said, he'd known her for a long time, too, because she worked for him or, wor or was related to somebody that worked for him. And... Um, and he was just like, well, if you don't do it, I'll get her to do it. So he just wanted somebody. It seemed like, and even in the media at the time, they were saying that it was just like a publicity stunt to distract everybody from the abuse allegations. You know, it's like, look, he's normal. Yeah. Like he, you know, he married an adult woman. Yeah. You know? She was pretty at this time. She was, she was yeah. gorgeous. Yeah. She was gorgeous. There was a really weird interview. Like I saw part of this interview with him and Lisa Marie. Yeah. I think, was it with Barbara Walters? I can't remember who it was. But it was somebody that was um, asking them about it. And they were asking, because at this time, Lisa Marie, so like I said, she had just divorced. Her divorce was just final like three weeks before she married Michael Jackson. And she had a couple of kids with her previous husband. Yeah. And they were asked, she was asking if Michael Jackson would adopt Lisa Marie's kids. And he was like, well, the weird thing about it is, like, she kind of asked that question, like, pretty straightforwardly, I thought. And then he's like, I love all the children. I want to adopt, I want to help all the children, the Arab children and the Jewish children. And I'm just like, what are you talking yeah. about? So it's like the fact that he went off like that. And then she was like, no, would you adopt Lisa Marie's children? That was what she meant. Yeah. And he was like, oh, of course, of course. And then Lisa Marie was just kind of like, like, she didn't want... I can't remember exactly what she said, but the way she said it was like, well, oh, well, they have a biological father. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, right. said, So it was like yeah, really, yeah. really weird, like yeah. the way that she said it, like the way she right. phrased it. I think Lisa Marie also either dated or was married to Nicolas Cage, wasn't she? 
Oh, was she? Yeah, I, think I she didn't was. remember that. I think she maybe just dated Nicolas Cage. Maybe because I remember she said she got sick of him asking questions about Elvis, about her father. Oh well, yeah, and that he would sense. he was a huge Elvis. Freak. Well, yeah, I know and that he could he could do Elvis impersonations. And yeah, she said it was. Well, like I said, didn't you ever sick. see that David Lynch movie Wild at Heart? Yeah, his like whole his love for Elvis is a whole plot point. In yeah, that. yeah, evidently <laughs> he could. You know, she got kind of she thought it was kind of creepy. He was more into my dad than he was into me. Yeah, maybe that was the whole reason he yeah. dated her. He's like, "Hey, <laughs> give me all the give me all the tea on Elvis," because it's like you know that would be pretty weird, like yeah. not to be dated. Pretty sure for, it was Nicholas Cage for yeah. yourself. I, well, now Nicholas Cage is a big he, Elvis fan. Okay, so memory it might serves be. as Nicholas Cage. Yeah. I'll have to look it up because yeah. I don't remember that specifically. But um, I guess they weren't married; just they were dating. I yeah. Think. Yeah, because I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like I said, I don't follow a lot of celebrities, yeah. so it's just kind of. I vaguely remember stuff like from the '80s and '90s, but after that, I don't have any idea. Yeah. But she was married to somebody. I can't remember what his name was, but he, I don't think he was super. Yeah, at least somebody's proof that if you got good-looking parents, you're going to be good-looking. <laughs> Not always. Not but always. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think well, most depends. of the time. Because a lot of times, time. you know, if long as plastic surgery wasn't involved, and they didn't That's have plastic true. surgery. But yeah, she seemed um, kind of more willing to... She didn't really say anything shitty about it. I mean, like I said, they were married for, what, like 18 months or something like that? And then, like, she filed for divorce. Like, um... That marriage was never consummated. Come on, you know that... You know well, that's... Didn't. Yeah, and I, and I think that... I think for a long time she wasn't really supposed to talk about it because she thought she'd yeah. get in trouble. I don't think she got a big settlement or nothing like that, but it's just, like, she didn't get any money. I don't think. I don't know. Mm. But, um... Yeah, and it's just weird that it happened when it happened. And like I said, remember it was, I think it was the Video Music Awards or something. And then they had like the both of them come out because there had been shit in the media. Like, why is he just like marrying her randomly? Like all of a sudden, and, like that seems really weird and suspicious. It's, you know, the timing of it. And, um, you know, and then they came out and kissed and it was just like, I was like, oh, you just made it worse. Because it was like so creepy. It was just like so uncomfortable. Allison said, yeah, they dated. Oh, okay. And he said something about gag order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It might yeah. be a different subject she's talking about there. Well, that, yeah, maybe like she might have had. I think she did have a gag order. Because but like I said, I she saw. Couldn't, she couldn't talk around fucking Stern. Stern asked her a bunch of questions. She wouldn't answer it. She was like, yeah, he'd probably she, sue my ass. Yeah, on. I think that's what it was she could say. So yeah, she might have signed something. Yeah. But yeah, I don't think anybody ever thought that he had sex with Lisa Marie. And I'm pretty sure that it's common knowledge that he didn't have sex with Debbie Rowe, his second wife either, even though they were married for three Years, because those kids are not his. Those kids are not biologically his. Like, he got sperm donors. So, you know, for whatever reason. So, yeah. So, as I said, um, he'd been addicted to painkillers for a while. He actually got on painkillers. Remember the very famous, like, the Pepsi commercial when his hair caught on fire? Yeah. And it burned, like, a lot of his scalp off, which, like, that's not funny, but you know what I mean? Um, So, he was on painkillers, and he had to go through all kind of surgery, like, when that happened, obviously. So, he got addicted to painkillers at that point. And then kind of moved on to other stuff. And like I said, he had um, real bad insomnia, apparently. And so he was just getting, like, stronger and stronger, like, fucking mm. uh, sedatives and stuff like that. So, um, so yeah. Now, all right. So, 1993, he kind of, like, got away with it, I guess. Because they came to a settlement. It seemed like... And it still seems like nowadays, because every, like, documentary or anything that I watched, like, on YouTube about it, it seemed like the majority, may, I don't know, maybe maybe this is, maybe I'm just reading it wrong, but it's just, it does seem like the majority of people still think that he didn't do it, and still think that he's innocent. And 
I don't know. Like, I get, like, if you're a big fan of his that you don't want to believe that, but it's just, like, I kind of feel like other celebrities, if they had done anything as egregious as this, like, as open as this, like, because a lot of stuff I said, like you said, he just kind of did it in the open and didn't seem to see anything wrong with it. I think people would be up in arms about it if it was somebody different or somebody not as famous or something like that. So it's just kind of like, it kills me the way... And somebody, I think it was... um wasn't it, uh, I think it was Chris Rock, like, on his special, where he was talking about, like, people would give Michael Jackson a pass, but then, like, R. Kelly, like, got in trouble. What was it R. Kelly? Well, that was underage girls, but still. Um, you know, but he's like, it's the same thing. So, like, why does Michael Jackson get a pass and R. Kelly doesn't? You know what I mean? So, you know, you can kind of see his point, because it's it's the same thing. It's just one's girls and one's boys. There's no difference. It's still, like, abuse. So, so Yeah. I feel like, um, at this point, I don't know. I kind of feel like the media at the time, back in 1993, everybody was kind of like, they thought he probably did it, but I don't know. He still kind of got away with it because like a lot of his fans still supported him and it didn't really, it hurt his career a little bit, but not really all that much. You know what I mean? But the tabloids had a fucking field day with it, you know what I mean? Like, where it was just, like, every single thing. And I remember, like, the UK tabloids in particular used to call him Wacko Jacko. Which, um, like, they, that was what they called him, like, all the time. So, which, uh, I saw somebody point out, too. They're like, that's actually, in British terms, uh, that's actually kind of racist, too. Because Jacko is referring to, like, a monkey. So, um, so yeah, so there's that. But, uh, but yeah, so there was, there was a lot of shit about it, but it eventually kind of blew over because they, you know, he, he did the fucking settlement, right? So he goes to like a drug rehab in the UK for a little while. Um, and then it seemed like for a little while afterward, like even in the nineties still, I think they did some polls in the U S to see like how many people like thought he was guilty only 25%, like, of the public, despite all the tabloids coming out and, like, basically well, saying he was guilty. the tabloids always had sure. a fucking bad credibility. So whatever the tabloids said, usually it was quite the opposite. It was, the truth was the opposite. And then they saw the things. They took pictures of him. So they, he did get some sympathy. There wasn't any proof. Right. So Americans are going to go, you know, Normie's going to go, yeah, they couldn't prove it. Probably didn't happen. Yeah. But they were trying to... They, they, you weren't sitting down with these people going, look. <laughs> Another thing is, is that he had he had celebrity shield, the celebrity distortion yeah. field. A lot of people back in those days, especially the older people, thought if you were a celebrity, you shit, you you're okay. You know, you can't almost do no wrong. You know, they had people that were like that. They were kind I mean, of they, gods, they get know? away with a lot. Got of away stuff. with all kinds. I mean, of they stuff. still get away with yeah. a lot of stuff. So they. But even more back then. But it wasn't being presented to them. The evidence wasn't being presented to them like we presented it here. Like, look, if you know, <laughs> if you had a dude moving, <laughs> moving next door, and he starts putting fucking Ferris wheels and fucking kids' toys out in front, and, and he, an arcade in the back, and invites all the boys between the ages of seven, and, and he doesn't have any kids, house, and he didn't have any kids, and he got no invite, and he's got fucking you know inviting, inviting all, and he's fucking in his. 40s, you know, inviting all the boys 7 to 14 over to the house. 
If you're over 14, you can't come. You're not invited. That's going to be some fucking crazy shit there. People are going to fucking call the cops on that dude, yeah. man. I know. That's the thing. Yeah. People's dads are going to go down there and fucking touch that motherfucker up. Give him a full tune-up. <laughs> Stay with my son. That's what I mean. And I kind of feel man. like, and I kind of feel like every dad, <laughs> yeah, and moms too. Yeah. Probably the moms too. Yeah, like if you thought that somebody was doing that to your kid, especially in the south, holy crap, you would kill that motherfucker. Yeah, in the south, they're not even call the cops. They're Most gonna, people would. They're just gonna tune you right the fuck up. That's what's gonna happen. Well, like I said, um, yeah. even even Corey Feldman said that, like in the interview, and yeah. it was kind of an old interview that I saw with him. But when he was saying about Michael Jackson showing him the weird book with like the genitals, the yeah. the genital diseases in it, yeah, and he's, all these diseases, you don't want to have sex with women. Don't have sex with women; they give you. All I know. I wonder what was he telling Probably him? Probably telling. Yeah, and he was like thirteen at the time. Yeah. So this is what happens to people who have sex with women. Yeah, they're dirty. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! It's you like it from, it's like Ed it, Gein's mom. You catch this from a woman's vagina. Yeah. Look at that! That's disgusting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come here. Women are so gross. Let me show you. Let me show you how to stay clean. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. Yeah. This is clean because we're you know, it's all clean. We're on the outside. <laughs> Everything's on the outside. The air can get to it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Women are so women are so gross and dirty and mysterious because all their shit's it's, interior. It's all in the inside. It's all on in the inside. It's not supposed to be like that. <laughs> let me show you something. Bend over. <laughs> oh man. Just relax. Nah. That's what he told him. Probably. That's what he said. I mean, well, yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. You know, he didn't say to use that word. Not, not Corey Feldman, like, no. the, the, the other yeah, guy. Yeah. But like I said, he didn't, um, he didn't say all that stuff about They were watching straight porn, I think. There well, was, see, that's there, another thing. There, now, there when, some, when right. the FBI or, yeah. like, when the cops, like, yeah. raided Neverland and went through there, they found, I don't think they found, like, any straight up, um kitty prawns mm -hmm. but they did find um some books that had pictures of naked boys in them okay. and like two or three books with pictures of naked boys and they found a picture in the house of a naked boy that was they think was one of the accusers yeah you know what i mean so that was suspicious. But they did find a shit ton of straight porn, too. And they thought, well, that's normal for a guy to have. That was, like, in his bedroom. But some of the kids said that he showed them yeah, porn. Yeah. porn. Yeah. Like, either in magazines or, like, later on, like, on his computer. Yeah. So. That's what I was going to That's why I was saying I don't think that Jackson saw himself as gay. I think, I think he saw himself as straight. Mm. He knew the little boys were straight. He was flipping them. And he, he's not going to show him anything homosexual. It's it, it's going to he it's going to scare him. That's what because yeah, we were talking about that because the because yeah. the the guys on that yeah. documentary said yeah he he would show us porn yeah and they said it was straight porn right and Tom's like well that's a little bit weird but then he thought about it a second and then he was like oh well maybe he thought like if he showed them gay porn then it, it would like scare, scare them because yeah. that would be like too weird or something yeah. yeah you know what I mean well I think I think there was something about it. I think he saw himself as a straight little white boy that was fooling around with other straight little white boys. That's what he thought, because he expected them to get girlfriends when they got older and would yeah. ask him about it. Right. And I don't think, the way the guy described it, I don't think it was out of jealousy. I think it was out of curiosity. Because I think, I got a weird feeling that technically Michael Jackson was a virgin. I kind of got that feeling too. Yeah. You know? 
Like, as far as... As far as with women. Right. Yeah. So, I don't think... I don't think he got much in terms of penetration from those boys. Just oral. It does seem like most yeah. of the allegations were... Yeah. Oral sex and mutual masturbation. Yeah, he like, attempted some some rear entry shit, but it didn't work out. Yeah. So... Evidently. Evidently. According to the sources that we have. So, maybe he was trying to, like, work up to that, but, like... Uh, I don't think he was trying to work up to anything because I think uh, his personality was not about progression. It was more about staying in a fixed childlike state. Yeah. So I don't think he was thinking about evolving forward into new things. Yeah, maybe staying not. Staying regressed. Staying in a childlike state of kind of a fucking semi-asexual kid just first fooling around, you know, playing doctor with his friends. That's what I... Yeah, what it I did kind of come across that's like what, that. Because it's all innocent and they're all just ignorant. You know, it's like that. That's what I think he's doing. It's like Peter Pan. What'd you drink out of water? We, gotta, we can fly. We can fly. You know, yeah. he's... You know, what kind of, you know, yeah. And then, but like like yeah. I said, like a lot of the kids come said that, he, said that he would... Yeah, yeah. That he would like jerk off in front of them. Yeah. And then you he would like... Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, you want me to show you how to do it? Or I yeah. can do it for you and stuff like that. Like, he was doing that kind of shit. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. But yeah, so, um, so yeah, so they, so the, um, Jordan Chandler and the family, they actually, they were going to do a criminal trial and they also try to do like a civil, they try to do like a civil lawsuit. Um, but they, there was like this whole big thing about it. It's like, well, you know, we can't have the civil trial and the criminal trial going at the same time, blah, blah, blah. And then eventually they just decided to settle out of court, like I said. And so they put all this money in a trust fund for Jordan and gave some to his parents and stuff like that. Like I said, I think it was about $23 million, um, how much he paid out for that. And he said, um that he just wanted to get on with his life um, and just get back to what he was good at, which was, you know, making records and stuff. And he didn't want there to be a whole media circus. But he did say later on that he actually did regret settling. And so when he was accused again in 2005, he actually did go and fight it in court that. But this one, he did not. He just, like, settled out of court. Now, our gay friend Victor Garcia in there says that Michael Jackson was gold star gay. <laughs> I don't know the gay ranking system. I don't, maybe there's a silver star, two bronze star gay, you know, but he said he's gold star gay. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he was gay, but I don't think he saw himself as that. Yeah, I think he I, saw himself as a little boy. I, yeah, I definitely do think, like I said, he was self-loathing in a lot yeah. of ways. Um, yeah, he didn't want to be black, and he didn't want to. He didn't want to be an adult man. Yeah, he wanted to be a little boy, and, and he didn't want to be gay. Either. And especially an adult man with yeah. gay feelings. Yeah, he didn't want to be gay feelings. either. He didn't want to have that. Yeah. So he's just like he was trying to make himself yeah. into something. But he was too scared of girls. He was he was too scared of girls. That killed me when he yeah. said Tatum O'Neill fucking scared him. Now I, I heard Tatum had a fucking rough. Oh, she did. She, she was did. like in Hollywood orgies at twelve, I think, if I remember correctly. Yeah, but she was nineteen her, at the time that yeah. she was. But yeah, so the fact that a twenty-four-year-old man just kind of lays there and puts his hands over his face, like if you yeah. can't see me, then I don't exist, like like that, mm-hmm. like when a nineteen-year-old, when his nineteen-year-old supposed girlfriend or person he's dating is like just trying to fuck him. Yeah, that's that says a lot. And the fact that and, and like I said, that's not even alleged. He said that. 
Yeah. He told that story. So, you know. Tatum O'Neill would skull drag Michael Jackson. He couldn't handle it. Too much woman. Too much yeah, woman. Probably true. Too much woman. Probably true. Yeah. He covers his eyes. Oh, my God. Is it... <laughs> What's you too much for me right now? I just, yeah, I can't imagine yeah. being that terrified. But Tatum would put the pussy on you. Right on you. Bam. Boom. Victor says, drop it on you. Victor says, Gold Star Gay means they've never slept with a woman. Oh, is that what that is? Okay. Yeah, yeah Gold Star Gay. Now you know. You've okay. learned now something new today. It's a gay ranking system. It's <laughs> <laughs> ingenious. It's ingenious. It's I, I don't think I'd ever heard that phrase, actually. No. I knew that there were a lot of gay men that I've recorded that now. Yeah. I've recorded oh, that. Oh, Tom's going to use that, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But it's like I said, I don't know why people would think that was unusual, because it's like, well, there's a lot of straight people that haven't slept with the same sex either, so yeah. it's like, why would it it's be cool weird? star straight. Well, yeah, why would it be weird, like, for yeah. a gay man never I didn't think they were keeping score. Yeah. <laughs> gay, gays are keeping score on that. Gold star gay. Like, okay, you're safe then. You're part of the crew. I can trust you. Yeah. Not one of those, like, You're not one of them fucking, yeah, bronze star gays. <laughs> the bronze star gays. kind of just gay. Not, not quite as good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> gay when you want to be. Gay when you want to be. Man, I saw a fucking Heart badass shirt. And Jenny, Jenny's like, you buy that shirt. It says, I'm not gay, but twenty dollars is twenty dollars. That's the fucking. <laughs> he showed it to me last night. I was like, yeah, that was please, all fucking. That, please get that shirt. That I'm was, like, that is so funny. Wear that shit streaming. It'd be funny as fuck. <laughs> that was off of Timu. Yeah. Timu. I think it was green. It was like a, it was a was green it, muscle shirt. It was it like said, a green muscle shirt with says, a white tie. It says, it, it says in big bulk, I'm, I'm not, not gay. gay. It says gay, big gay. But $20 is $20. <laughs> it says it's with, the, with the dollar sign. But $20 is $20. I was like, that is so fucking <laughs> funny. I would die laughing if you wore that fucking shirt. That would be so fucking awesome. You need that Wear shirt. Wear that shit on stream, mate. Yeah, you, you need that shirt, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Like, cause I just he showed that. Man, shirt. I would fucking I just, go like, to fuck, bike night with that shirt on. I just fucking. I would go to. Out. I would go to bike night. You with would. That shirt I would walk around a bikers and fucking. They'd be like, "What the fuck?" But they would laugh. Well, yeah, that's a funny ass shirt. Victor said twenty dollars maybe gay. <laughs> yeah, it could happen to any boy. It happens all the time, Victor. Don't 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 be don't be don't be shy. Don't be embarrassed. It happens to all the boys. I just, I really do think you need that shirt though. That was like, I, I want a photograph of you. If I have to Photoshop it, I will. Of you wearing that shirt. We could just print one up. I can uh, make one. Yeah, you can just make one. Just That's, make oh, one. yeah, that'd probably be cheaper. It'd be cheaper it? just so I could just make it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Ah, it's just, it's like fucking hilarious. I had forgotten about that, so you just like mentioned it again. I'm like, oh my god, you, you need that so bad. That's, that's, that's a gay for pay shirt. Yeah. I what was, star gay are you, uh, Victor, if, you, if you're gay for pay? Yeah, there's got to be a ranking for gotta, that. Yeah, too, right? yeah, that's probably not even bronze star. That's probably like tin star. Yeah, that's yeah. you're a tin star. Yeah, gay, just yeah. If you're just gay for pay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's like, yeah, it's like, I'm, I'm straight, but I'm blatant for $20. You know what I mean? $20 is $20. That's fucking t- funny. Yeah, $20 is a lot of money. <laughs> I probably need more than that, like, to... Yeah, no, fucking escort. Not to go, Escort's not, gonna go 300 minimum. Yeah, I'm just like, I'm yeah, not... Street hooker's gonna be like 40 or 50. Yeah. I, I, I don't even yeah. know if there's any amount of money that you yeah. could give me to, like, to blow a random dude. <laughs> like, it's... I don't know. Is she got to know you. Uh, that's what I mean. <laughs> I, you know. <laughs> that's funny. I mean, at least for a little while. It's like, yeah, I don't she got to know you. I don't, I don't know what your fucking problem is. You know what I mean. So, yeah. Um, so, so, I was watching this other video because they brought up um, this book that came out 
that was written by this uh, journalist named Victor uh, Gutierrez. And he wrote a book that was allegedly based on um, Jordan Chandler's diaries. Now, I don't know how bullshit this book is. Um, the journalist apparently, like, spent a long time, like, researching this and, like, talked to various people. And he supposedly said in the book that, um, I don't know if, I don't think, like, Michael Jackson ever went to a NAMBLA meeting, but apparently, like, the dudes at NAMBLA, like, thought that he was one of them, you know what I mean? Like, hey, it's another one like us, like, you know what I mean? You, you know who NAMBLA is, right? Yeah. Yeah, most people know who NAMBLA is, like... Look at, or I was going to say look it up, but don't. No. <laughs> probably end up on a list. Yeah, you probably end up on a list somewhere. <laughs> so, Man, I got introduced by, to, to Mambla by fucking Geraldo Rivera. Geraldo Rivera's fucking talk show had them motherfuckers on there. Remember that? Back in the 80s. Or very yeah, early that's 80s. right. Kind of exposed it. Yeah. And they were, some of those dudes were there with pictures of them. Nude, with their little boyfriends because they're trying like, to like normalize to, yeah it. these are like fucking seven-year-olds and shit which they were on the talk show no. on the fucking panel no they were showing the pictures man they had like in their underwear and shit that's what i mean that's kind of like what but i mean that's kind of like what yeah. mj was like because it was just yeah. kind of like he and didn't the, really seem to see yeah. a problem and geraldo's crowd didn't know how to react to it for a while they'd be like because because they were like the 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 the, the, the members of that group were trying to make it Sound like it was legit. Like, oh yeah, this is just this is just you know how the world is. Eventually, towards the middle part of that program, remember the fucking the fucking audience was fucking just outrage. I could, I was gonna say I, could, I can't imagine that like the, while the audience would the just like get were... up there and like rip them all to pieces. Yeah, I they would were just, think yeah. because man, it didn't work out for it's them. Uh, and that was the end. That's a hard sell. That was uh, that's a that, hard that sell. was the end of that. So that was the end of that group. Mambla, Nambla. Yeah, that was the end of them in public for a long time. They they had evidently, people kept checking back with them. Geraldo Rivera but kept checking back with them. The only thing they had was a fucking phone line and an answering machine. They wouldn't answer. <laughs> but evidently yeah, they, they're back. They went way on the downline. Yeah, evidently they're back. That they they still exist to, to today. Well, yeah, it probably just went farther underground. I yeah, imagine. it was basically a political. It was a group, a fucking. PDF files, yeah, a ring of them that would pick up underage boys and trade them like trading cards. Yeah, and then they had a political veneer of political movement over it, over the top of it, and lawyers and shit. They were trying to get it all legalized. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Which, like Good. I said, no. Let, imagine, imagine like the fucking one of those Mormon separatist cults, but for you know what I mean for fucking you know PDF files where they just hadn't where they just traded eh, nah, that's not a good analogy I guess <laughs> got lost in it just a bunch of creepy old men yeah with fucking, well, yeah. Uh, with, with, with mean, like obviously. fucking super young no some of those Mormon Mormon separatist fucking cults do that creepy old men with all the trading these girls yeah but at least they were con they were legal age those girls well, but or supposedly not always. But these kids were like fucking seven, eight, nine. Yeah, fuck that. Victor says Tom's gonna get home with a bunch of twenty dollar bills in his pocket. Yeah, be like, what have you I been hope up so, to? Man. Shit, I hope so. How many dudes would you blow? I'm listening to her, but she's like, <laughs> you gonna no. film? You gonna film it? No. <laughs> what do you get though? I ain't gonna do it. 
<laughs> it was funny because he, he See, went I'm to. Trying, uh, wait, what? Wait, go ahead, go ahead. Well, no, because he went to. I'm trying but, to spin some kind of yarn, and she comes in. How many dudes you gonna blow? Just kind of. <laughs> you didn't let me warm up to the story. I was gonna fucking spin some kind of fucking bullshit story, you know, if it sounded cool. But, you know, no. I just you, thought I'd cut right to the up. chase. Right to, how many dudes you gonna blow? <laughs> Give me a number. Come on. I had to back out of it. Uh, back right. out of it all. No. Okay. No. 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 It's just funny because well, because he, well, he went You're to showing bike. up with all this money. Yeah. <laughs> Where are these? Damn. I'm counting. <laughs> it's like, man, you should do that more often. And then the then the motherfuckers get sick of me, and the money dries up. You're like, honey, where's the money? It's like, <laughs> They're not interested. They're not biting. Oh, sounds like cute enough. I'm used up. I'm used up. Yeah. Poor Tom. We need to like move to a new area so you can like. Gotta move to a new area to start over. (laughs) Gotta go on tour, like all the other hoes going on tour. There you go. Yeah. (laughs) It's funny because like, well, he went to bike night the other night, and I went on streammate just by myself, like trying to make some money, and. uh it's funny because he had his tablet with him so he can come in the room. Like when he, in the room so yeah. he's like coming in the room. <laughs> it's like pretty funny. There's yeah. a dude trying to cut me out. You know, the, there was, yeah. yeah. He kept making me, he wanted me to... <laughs> Well, he wanted me to call you first, and I was like, well, you don't have a phone. Yeah. So I was like, well, yeah. it's a, I can text him or, like, Facebook message or whatever. Yeah. And it's like that um, I had to tell you, I had to tell you that his dick was bigger than yours. Yeah, like the size of a forearm. Or, yeah, something and, like and that. And he was 18. Yeah. And that's, like he he was very so I came so I in like a pro. Like, I'm throwing so I'm answering in a chat line, <laughs> and I said, "Did you prove it? Did you go private? Turn the camera on because that costs money." Yeah, but no, he didn't see it. Of course see it. Not. And I'm like, "If you're not proving it, then you ain't shit." Right, that's you know what I'm saying. Because like, you got to pay to prove that shit. Yeah, because some what... dudes have said some shit. And they turn the camera on, and sure enough, I'm sitting there. Yes, sir. You know, yeah. that fucking motherfucker, huge. Yeah, yeah. That's it's really weird. Viking. It's either the people that turn their cameras on are either people with huge dicks or people with really, really tiny ones. Yeah, they want you to that want you to, that want you to make fun of them. Make fun of them. Yeah, if it's little. That's surprisingly common. Yeah, but you know, okay, everybody yeah, got their. Dude's everybody all got submissive. Their How could you be so much bigger than me? Yeah, that's his genetics. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And we I, had that I, guy a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. It was that same guy, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. He's Irish or something. Yeah. From the accent. And if I can, I can't, here's the fucking thing. The picture, the, the, our fucking screen is the size, it's, it's a fucking laptop screen. The picture that they, you see when they turn on the camera is like this big. You yeah. can't see anything. You Not just really. See, you can't really see anything. I mean, you can kind of But you got to pretend like you see, you're yeah. seeing shit because you got to role play. Right. You get a general idea of, yeah. of what's happening, but you just can't, especially we don't have our glasses on. Yeah, because that's what I was saying. Because I'm just like, I don't know, you're just, you're just like a little blurry thumb. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> He's gonna, it's so small. It's just okay, dude. It's going to be okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not fucking, I'm not so ruthless. I'm like, yeah, you fucking suck. But they got, <laughs> they got some dudes that well, are into that. Some people want into you that. to do that. 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 You are fucking, you suck, man. You're never going to get, get off on with that shit. You they they like get off on that. Possible. They're getting off on how little it is. I, I have a hard time doing that. I do too. It's like, I mean, and I'm I'm not right saying now. I'm not mean because I yeah, am, yeah. but it's just kind of like in that kind of situation when <laughs> yeah. I don't know you. Yeah, that dude's all pitiful and shit. I'm like I'm just like, ah, oh, right, I just feel bad. Right. I can't. It's not right, man. And I'll be mean to somebody I know. Like, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I'll do that because it's like I know they know that I'm just fucking around. But you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. not, not to like a random person. <laughs> That's mean. Shit. 
Victor said, if I had a dollar for every dude I've blown, I'd have like $20. If I had a dollar for every dude that's blown me, I'd be retired. Damn. You a player. Just think about that. He's a player. Think about if Gay you had player. gotten a dollar from Gay. every single one of those Gay dudes. Gay player in the house. He's a top. You'd He's be a, a millionaire. Top. A millionaire. <laughs> all, these fucking, all these effeminate gays fucking lining up to blow him. Ben says people will pay that. He's pretty. People will pay you to laugh at them for having a small penis. Yeah, I'm in the wrong business. They will. Yeah, yeah. It's like I said. It's not as unusual as you might think. Yeah. Like I guess that's it's like a, a whole. It's a whole kink for them. Yeah. I mean, we get a lot of kind of like people wanting us to abuse them in various ways, but yeah. we have had a few people that like have really, really small yeah. penises and they wanted us to yeah. like berate them. About in general, it. the dudes that turn on the cameras, though, in general, most of them are uh, fucking fitness guys. I would say like 90% of them are like yeah, in fit. good shape and have yeah, like real good shape and have like big dicks. Yeah. But, fitness know. guys and they're, and they're cool. They're like, yeah, you guys are great. You know, he's, yeah. he's trying to fucking outdo us in the show. He's got his own little camera. You see him. He's like, he's doing push-ups and shit and fucking something. You can't tell what it is. <laughs> this is awesome. He's, he, dude said, we're having a threesome. Yeah. <laughs> I like that guy. He's been yeah, in he's a couple He's been in a couple, been in a couple times. times. He's cool. Yeah. I like him. Yeah. And he's always on for a long time too. Yeah. He'll fucking be on there 15 minutes. Yeah. Fucking, so you're gonna make fucking 60, 70 bucks off him. Yeah, it's cool. And it's then, cool. like, uh, he'll, uh, <laughs> he's funny, though. You haven't seen that guy in a while, though. Let's see. Yeah, I mean, he might be on, like, yeah. tomorrow night. He's, right? he's, shape, he's usually he's, on in the evenings, I think. He's, like, he's in good shape, though. He's shredded. Yeah. He's shredded, yeah. Yeah, he's like, he looks like a big dude. You can't yeah, really like 20 something. Like a lot of them yeah. are young. Young, fit, shredded. Yeah. They're not older guys, they're younger guys. I don't, you, yeah, that's weird. I yeah. expected more old middle guys. aged or yeah. older dudes, and it's yeah. almost it's almost universally like young younger, guys. Like guys in their 20s. Yeah, 20s, Almost 30s. universally. Yeah. Allison said, Can we talk about furries? <laughs> I'm a furry. Name is Bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get back to Michael Jackson. Yeah, I mean, well, okay. So, um, so, yeah, so like I said, he did have the three kids that are, you know, I think everybody knows that they're, like, not biologically his. There was that whole, do you remember that whole brouhaha when Blanket was a baby? And he was in Germany, I think. And all the crowd was like, hey, we want yeah, to see the baby. baby. And he put the baby, like, over the balcony. Over and it was like, balcony. what the fuck are you doing? You're yeah, going to drop yeah, yeah. the fucking baby. Yeah. And there was, like, a huge thing about it. And, of course, he, I like. I think it was an accident, though. Yeah, but I mean, who dangles their baby over a balcony? He was just showing it to the crowd. He didn't I know. I don't but... think he realized it was over the damn railing. And people are like, I don't know. Of the you balcony. Just, you need to like put some more forethought in it. That's a baby. You know what I mean? You can't just like drop a baby That was balcony. Michael Jackson though. He's crazy. It's true. I mean, this is yeah. fucking He's Jesus not thinking crazy. rationally. I guess not. It's yeah. just kind of like, yeah. So the thing about it, so they had these kids, like I said, with Debbie Rowe. Now Debbie Rowe, she um, divorced him in 2000. So I think they were married for two and a half, three years, something like that. Now she gave him custody of the kids and got an $8 million settlement, $8 million back in 2000. Now, in 2004, when there was that second set of abuse allegations came out, she actually went back to court and wanted to get the kids back, although I think they settled out of court because she was afraid that, you know, he was doing something to them, which, you know, was understandable. So what happened with the second case? So this was a kid named Gavin um, Arvizo, is I think you, how you pronounce his last name. Now, Michael Jackson would do a lot of stuff with, you know, just kids in general, but, uh, you know, terminally ill kids. Thank you, Victor. 
Good show. Here's twenty dollars, son. Oh, now, thank you. Now you have to blow him. Dang it! <laughs> it's got. Okay, we'll do that shit cyber. Right, okay. I got some new material coming. It's gonna come up on Fansly. All right. And I think it's, I, I haven't put anything up on it yet, but it'd probably be for. It's gonna, gonna be for a male audience. Yeah, you haven't put anything up on Fansly yet. Jenny it's like I, I send you videos all the time. Yeah, I sent him yeah. like a whole bunch of pictures yeah, last night, yeah, like yeah, while yeah. I was. Jenny, Jenny, Jenny's seen, Jenny's seen some of the tricks that I could do over fucking time. She's like, that is so fucking hot. I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm like, do yeah. it. I got all kinds of torture pumps and shit like that. Yeah, I try to like make him send me videos and stuff. But yeah. he just doesn't make them. He doesn't make yeah. them. Like I said, I send him videos all the time. Yeah. But, and then he sends them to random people. <laughs> no, they're not random people. They're no, fans. They're, they're your fans. <laughs> yeah. he, he tells me later, like, I sent yeah. him... It's like four pictures or something like in the video yeah. last night from when I was streaming because yeah. I was farting around with different stuff. Well, I didn't know it was private. Oh. I thought that was stuff that was going to go up on Twitter. Well, I was going to put it up on Twitter. Yes, yeah, that's not private. That's promotional material. But I material. didn't get to because yeah. my my uh, phone lost its connection that, and that, I couldn't upload it. That's promotional material. That's not... Yeah. <laughs> picture said, oh shit, Apple took their penny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But yeah, so, okay. So this kid... Like, so Michael Jackson did a lot of work with, like, like I said, like, terminally ill kids and stuff like that. So this kid had cancer, right? And this comedian introduced this kid to Michael Jackson because this kid's dad, um, the parents were separated, I think, and he would go around asking different celebrities to, like, go to bat for the kid and, like, help them out with all the cancer treatments, which are, you know, expensive, obviously, so there was that. Like, he had to get, like, his one of his kidneys removed and his spleen and shit like that. So he really did have... They weren't faking him having cancer. He really did have cancer. So during the course of this, like, while the family was trying to get money for the kids' cancer treatments, Jackson and Gavin, like, you know, became friends or whatever. And again, Michael invited the whole family over to Neverland, and he would stay there, like, for a while. But the thing about it was that Gavin was the kid that was in that documentary called Living with Michael Jackson. So he was actually kind of like living there for a little while. But I don't really know. And like I said, that was the one that he was like all cuddled up next to him and like they were holding hands and it was like super weird. Because the kid's like, you know, 13 or something like that. Like nobody, nobody acts like that with a, like a grown man doesn't act like that with a 13 year old kid. You know what I mean? It's just, I don't know. It's weird. But then Gavin later said that um, after he had been to Neverland a few times, like, Michael stopped calling him, and Gavin, like, felt really bummed out about it, like he'd been replaced, you know what I mean? And that was something that um, the other guys, like, on Leaving Neverland said, too, that they, when there was another boy brought up like they would see the pattern and they'd be like oh i'm being replaced you know what i mean and they'd get like yeah and they'd get like really bummed out about it jackson was smooth man he was smooth i mean yeah so he's a player uh yeah and then yeah smooth criminal <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah so that's the thing so they did this documentary and i've seen the clip from this documentary it's super fucking creepy right like he's sitting on the couch with this kid and the guy who made the documentary martin bashir he says well, don't you think it's inappropriate that you are sharing a bed and having sleepovers with these boys? You know what I mean? Um, and he said, no, it's beautiful. And he's just like, why can't you share your bed? That's the most loving thing to do to share your bed with someone. So like, he absolutely just did not seem to like think anything was wrong with it. 
So after this documentary came out, because I kind of feel like he made this documentary, and this is, you know, only a few years. It's probably like seven, eight years, like after the, you know, the first allegations. You'd think he would have like put a kibosh on hanging out with little boys, like just so it didn't look bad. This is his sexual orientation. It's not. Yeah, and it's like, well, that's what I mean. That's why I kind of think he probably did it because he just couldn't stop. No, like he couldn't help himself. No, that's like stopping being straight or stopping being gay. It's not gonna happen. Yeah, that's what I mean. And like stopping being a serial killer. It's not going to happen. Right. Serial killers, that's their orientation. That's what they do. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's just the way they, this dude was, sex right? And it's just kind yeah. of like... So it's that. So so he supposedly made this documentary, like this documentary guy like came and stayed with him for like several months and they made this that was supposed to... I guess, like, make his public image better, but it did kind of the opposite, because everyone was like, that is some creepy shit, like, right there with that kid, and then they started saying maybe they should take his kids away, because he might be, like, doing some shit for them, or anything like that. So there's that. Now, um, so a bunch of other stuff, like I said, we talked about, like, dangling the baby over the balcony, and he started acting, I don't know if this was just because of stress, or because of all the drugs he was on, or something um but he was at the mtv video music awards i think in 2002 and they said he was acting really weird like all disoriented and when they would like interview him sometimes like he seemed like he couldn't remember shit and everything like that so it seemed like he was kind of spiraling uh downwards a little bit and so after this documentary came out um in 2003 the um la department of child and family services they did a like, they started looking into, um, you know, it, it, abuse allegations. They went back to uh, the Jordan case, and then they ta- were thinking about, like, uh, interviewing Gavin and stuff as well. And they initially thought maybe there was nothing to it, but then, like, one of the other investigators said, I think there is something to it, so then they reopened the investigation, like, later on that year. So they interviewed Gavin and his dad and his mom and younger brother, And Gavin, at that point, told the cops that Michael had molested him, like, several times, like, over the period of a month in 2003. Um, Now, the mom actually said that they'd been held captive at Neverland. I'm not sure if that was the case, because I think... Yeah, because I think that later on, they were able to find, like... um, evidence that she had actually been out and about like shopping and like at restaurants and stuff because of receipts and she things. She was captive because like, she couldn't leave that money. Yeah, I think that's probably yeah. what she was talking yeah, about. If I, remember, if I remember correctly, fucking Michael Jackson's Neverland Ranch, I think it, didn't it have some fast food joints on it? Um, I, don't I don't know if they were think, open all no, the time. No, I don't think so. Okay. I know it, it had a yeah. movie theater. It had a movie theater on it. Ha- that had 50 seats in it. Yeah. And it had a little train and it had... Um, just, I don't know, a bunch of shit. Yeah. Evidently, there are some billionaires that have compounds that have fast food restaurants on them. Yeah. And parking lots and fucking roads and AMC theaters on it. And it's for him and his friends when they, in an airport, (laughs) you know, where they can land their planes. Right. And the thing is, is I bet you in that game, in in the mansion game, I bet you his friends never even come to visit him because they all got that. It's probably mostly a status thing. And when there's a party, you know, the staff comes to open up fucking McDonald's and shit yeah, like that. You know what I mean? Crazy. But I mentioned mostly just fucking... Most, it's probably mostly closed. Yeah. It just seems like such a waste of space, yeah. you know? 
Because I'm yeah. sure it's like not used most of the time. Well, I always kind of felt like that about people, like rich people that had these big, ginormous like houses or compounds or whatever, and yeah. they're like not even there most. They're of the not time. even there, right? So it just seems like such a waste of well, space. Well, I think I think there money. might be taxes involved, and well, yeah. tax write-offs or something, investments involved, and uh, you're trying. They're trying to spend as much money as possible because they can't keep it in a bank. That type of thing. So they have a luxurious compound with a huge mansion and a town all on private property with no roads that lead to it other than supply roads. Everything's flown in. There's just airports. Yeah. I mean, that's evidently how fucking badass they can get. You can't drive to it. Weird, huh? Yeah. I mean, to, to build it, it had roads, but then they tore the roads down. Right. It's like, <laughs> just erasing all that shit. It's like kicking the it. ladder down after yeah, climbing Yeah, up. you can't get to it. You can only get right. there by aircraft, and everything's flown in. Man. Yeah. That's some security. That is, yeah. Yeah, and then they got, but then they want to pretend like they're living a normal person's life and leave the house and go over to the fucking movie theater and watch an AMC movie in an AMC movie theater. Yeah, but maybe it only has one theater. You know what I mean? But that's all. If you notice how they how that works, all that shit's automatic. Yeah, a computer runs it. Yeah, it's just live streaming the shit. Yeah, and it even changes the posters out. Yeah, because it's just an LCD screen. Right. So you don't even need an employee. Not really. If you're not if you're not paying, if it's free, you don't need an employee. It just runs. Yeah. You just need somebody to set it all up. Yeah, set it all up, and if the power's on, that bitch runs. Yeah. And you could probably select what movie you want to see. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. But yeah, so um, so after this, they um, they got a search warrant, and on Neverland, and they did that in November of two thousand and three, uh, while Michael Jackson was not home he was like a, shooting a video in vegas or something now a few days like as soon as he got back they arrested him but he did post bond which was three million dollars now he comes out in the pu in public obviously and says you know it's all a big lie he didn't do anything like that he also said and i this really sounded like <laughs> bullshit to me because there's like an interview where he said he was quote unquote manhandled by the police and he was saying to the interviewer, oh, my, you know, they dislocated my shoulder. It's dislocated right now. Look, this is as far as I can move it. And it just sounded like really um, disingenuous. I'm just going to say he just sounded like he was kind of like complaining and whining like, oh, my God, I'm such a victim. You know what I mean? It just kind of sounded like that. We had a good show tonight, man. There's a lot of people in there. Yeah. More than you. Well, this is like a good topic, yeah. I guess. Yeah. But so um, because he had settled out of court in 1993... He decided he was not going to do it this time, and he was actually going to going to go to court, and he was going to like fight the allegations. You know what I mean? Um, you know, but yeah, he did say the cops like kind of beat him up and dislocated his shoulder and stuff, and they said no, that absolutely did not happen. And you know, I'm not a big fan of cops, but I kind of believe them <laughs> on this occasion because Michael Jackson really did seem a little bit like, oh my god, I'm so. You know he I mean? hurt me. It, yeah, it was just kind of like that. And I was like, shut up. They did not. So, oh, you know what I mean? <laughs> they like, arrested me like a common criminal. They roughed me up. Yeah, no, it's like, you're fine. You're fine. No. Um, Handled his ass with kid gloves. They probably did. Like he I weighs said. a fucking 120 pounds. Yeah. There's not an ounce of fight in Michael Jackson. Not an And ounce. I imagine that some yeah. of the cops were probably fans of his. Yeah, or were probably yeah, yeah. like, oh man, he didn't yeah. do this. He's getting fucked over. Whatever. I imagine that, like, because a lot of people still yeah. think that. That he's innocent. And like I said, maybe he was. I don't know. The dude's dead. It's like there's no way of knowing now. I would say no. But I'm kind of leaning toward probably yeah, not. Yeah. I, I mean, just the just the appearance of shit that he did was like so sketchy. It does not make sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. From South Park. Yeah. It does. Hoo-hoo. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> I, had, I had forgotten about that. We gotta, I want to see those old episodes again, man. Yeah. I think that's. I think South Park's still on, isn't it? It's still on. Like, I think it's still yeah. going. I don't which, know where to see it anymore, Which though. is crazy. Um, they, they had a new one where they roasted Hollywood last week, and they said it's fucking great. Yeah, I kind of yeah. feel like, much like The Simpsons, which I yeah. think is also still on, um, you know, if you've been on that long, like, the quality's gonna yeah. start to dip, and I heard yeah. that happen with South Park as well, yeah. but, um, so nobody's really talked about it in a long time. I used to watch it, like, a long time ago. Well, you now have the internet. It's yeah. hard for South Park to compete with the internet, the real sure. internet. 90s internet, it could compete with it. Sure. But, you know, I miss 90s internet. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, late 90s. I don't it really from, miss much I, I of anything about the 90s. It, there was a mystique to it. DVD Dragon said, sell my ass to a billionaire for infinite Popeye's chicken on site. Okay. Yeah. All right, that's fair yeah. enough. All right. Fair enough. All right, but um, <laughs> we still got a little bit of time on the show. and I uh, want to take the time to go ahead and pass the collection plate around. We had a good show tonight. We got two good Super Chats, and uh, but every dollar helps us continue the show and uh, keeps me from having to... Pimp my wife out to fucking scream <laughs> me. And myself. And, and yeah, myself out. You pimp you yourself know. out too. Pimping myself and, out. And and keeps you from having to go down to downtown Sanford and blow all the bikers for twenty dollars. Yeah, day. twenty dollars, twenty dollars, man. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, and, <laughs> Victor, what have you done to me, man? <laughs> this is so fucking great. I am so yeah. getting you that shirt for Christmas. <laughs> we can and, just make that shirt. And you better wear it. I would make that shirt. Okay, we can make one. It's so much easier. <laughs> So much easier because then you can make it black instead. And I can make it, yeah, I can put it on one of my fucking favorite fucking uh, muscle shirts on your or muscle shirts. Yeah, if different any color I want. I just to put it on a black one and just the white because <laughs> I already got, I got the white paint for it and everything. Yeah, that's and just true. um just got to clear out one of those frames and you print it up right there on that printer and we'll fucking make it. Yeah, all I have to do is buy yeah. some. Uh, because the font wasn't that good. You could come up That's with That's true. I you could, could, you I could, could probably come up with some better it. shit. I could make it look a lot better. It didn't look that cool. And it should have had a, like a pattern or something on there, too. Yeah. Behind I, it. I could make it look kind of fancy. Yeah. Kind of fancy. Yeah, we'll definitely do one because that would be a fucking hilarious, a fucking hilarious shit, fucking shirt to stream in. Um, so, yeah. So, in December of 2003, Michael Jackson was charged with seven counts of child molestation. And two counts of administering intoxicating agent for the purpose of committing a felony. In other words, giving kids alcohol in order to facilitate the molestation. That was two of the counts. Victor says he'll buy that shirt. Okay, I'll, <laughs> I'll sell you one. Okay. I'll sell you one. <laughs> we haven't been playing the shirt game lately. i got to make up some new shirt designs. Yeah, we really need yeah. to do that. We just haven't had time to do we it. Haven't had time, I mean, yeah. Been too busy pimping our asses Pimping out. and trying to make money. <laughs> Yeah. streaming. <laughs> uh, sad but true. Yeah, and you can see our videos on 13 Cam. Spell it out. 13 Cam. Yeah, that's many vids. On many vids. We have some on Stream 8 too, but they're just me. Yeah. Because they, wouldn't, get, they you, won't let him. They won't let me fucking sell video on there for some reason. For some reason. It's just a stipulation. Yeah. On, on Stream Mate, you can friend us on Stream Mate. It's... Uh, or favorite us, yeah. Your favorite us on Stream Mate. Jen Tom Cam. One yeah. word. You'll see us. You'll recognize us. We'll come right up. Jen, Tom, Cam. I got my blue hair on in the blue picture hair, and everything. Yeah. My blue hair and my glasses. Yeah. So we've had fans fucking show up there. Yeah, and we always kind of like that because it's yeah, like, well, yeah. at least it's not random ass people. Yeah. That way we could we could actually talk. Yeah. Because we can talk in public for we can talk in public for free. Yeah. Uh, anything adult we got to do in private. You got you gonna pay per minute for that. But it's just or we have a gold show. Yeah, sometimes I give better I can give better deal on a gold show. But that, well, the problem is that some people come in and they want you to like talk about dirty shit 
for free. For free. Like, yeah. so they can just sit there and jerk it and, like, yeah. not pay you. So yeah. there's that. So, but I don't mind if people just want to come in and there's nobody else in there and they just want to talk about regular shit. That's fine. Because yeah. it's kind of boring just, like, sitting there and, like, mm-hmm. nobody coming in. Because sometimes you're sitting there for, like, an hour and nobody comes in. You know what I mean? Right. It's like, it's like wa- watching a shop. Yeah, it's kind of like that. In, yeah, you're just kind of like sitting there. You're trying to like get yeah. people to come in. So it's like, look, I have a dildo, and it's like, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It's like we're, we we got porn on over here, and we got music yeah. going, and yeah, shit like that. But you know, what's funny is that the dudes that do business, you don't even see them. Just boom, they get you. Yeah, you, most of them they don't, don't even talk to you. They don't. Like yeah, they don't even do a preamble. They're just yep. like, okay, like let's go. You're like, who's this? What you were looking for? You goes, oh, have fun. Okay. Yeah, just do whatever. Like like I said, if they get too like specific or picky, then you know they're probably not going to. They're probably not going to. Because they're just trying to get you. They're trying to get you talk to talk and for free. You know what I mean? Which I've stopped doing. Yeah. Because before I would start deciding, then I'm like, wait a minute, they're just they're just getting a bunch of shit for free. I don't have time for this. You know what I mean? But yeah. So okay. So. He gets arrested and charged, right? Um, and they also, they put a, a bunch of additional charges on there as well. Um, some of them were a little bit out there. Conspiracy involving child abduction, false imprisonment, extortion, uh, a couple of other things like that. Uh, so, of course, Michael Jackson pleaded not guilty. Now, had he been convicted, which, spoiler alert, he was not, um, the sentence would have been, he would have got up to 18 years, I think, yeah. uh, was what it was. So, so Michael they, Jackson, he got probation. He didn't. No, he got uh, yeah. exonerated. Oh no, I'm saying if he'd gotten oh, if he had gotten as Michael Jackson, he'd have gotten probation. Probably. Yeah, probably. They would have sent him to some kind of camp. Yeah. Yeah. PDF file. PDF, camp. Yeah. Pray the PDF away. <laughs> some Pray like the that. PDF away. Yeah. That just that just like the first time that I heard somebody use that euphemism i just busted up laughing and i'm just like oh my god that's amazing i'm gonna i'm gonna use that victor says i'm gonna be on there like can you talk about amelia Earhart?" (laughs) that's fine we can talk about amelia Earhart all you want have we ever done a show about amelia Earhart? i think we did i thought we did too but it's like it was probably like a really long time ago yeah because she may have survived the crash yeah, I'm, yeah, that's right. We talked about that. We're yeah. like, we were pretty sure she survived the crash. There was evidence later. that she ended up on a little, little bitty, little yeah, fucking yeah, deserted yeah. island. Like, didn't they find her shoes? Or they something found her shoes like and like something that she'd owned. It was on there. Yeah, or like a yeah, like a compact a little locket or, or a compact something. It was hers. They they yeah, pretty sure that she landed that plane. Yeah, out there on that little bitty island, but there was it's not around anything. Yeah. Poor, poor lady. She would have died of thirst. There was no yeah. water there. Yeah, that would have sucked. Yeah. But yeah, so, um, so yeah, so as I said, he decides he's going to go to trial this time because he kind of regretted uh, just the settlement last time. So trial started in February, late February of 2005. Now, they actually did, there was a big um, debate over whether they were going to allow, like, the allegations from the 1993 thing, which, like I said, ended in a settlement, so that didn't go to a trial. So they're, like, they had a big back and forth over whether they were going to allow, um, you know, evidence from that. But eventually they did um, allow that because they wanted to establish, obviously, like, a pattern of sexual abuse that he had done this to, like, several people. So here's the thing. Um, Both of the guys that were in uh, Leaving Neverland, the documentary. Both of them testified in 1993. And both of them 
denied that Michael Jackson had ever done anything to them. Is no, he never touched us and stuff like that. And even like Wade, when he was a kid, he like went on TV, him and his mom and his sister, and, you know, in no uncertain terms said that no, he had never done anything like that. Now, the second time, 2005, um, this was, both of them said that Michael Jackson called them and asked them to testify on his behalf. Now, at this point, they were both adults. Wade, I believe, was 22, and I think James was a couple years older. Um, and Wade said that he would. So a lot of people have thought, well, you know, you're an adult now, so you should have said, you know, you should have admitted that, like, but at this point when, I mean, Wade explained in the documentary where he's like, look, he called and asked me to do it, and he's like, and I still had, like, really conflicting feelings about it because I still kind of loved him. Um, but like, you know, as, cause he was like, you know, his friend and everything like that. And they'd had this thing like when he was a kid. So he was like kind of fucked up about it still. And he almost, I kind of feel like he almost maybe deep down felt like if he said something bad or he admitted that Michael Jackson had done that to him, like it might like fuck up his career. Right. Because like I said, he was quite famous in his own right as a choreographer at this point. And Michael Jackson had been instrumental in kind of getting his foot in the door when he was a kid. So maybe he was afraid that shit was going to, but at this point I don't, he hadn't even told his wife that Michael Jackson had done that to him. Like Michael Jackson, he, um, he told her that they had been friends when he was a kid, but she was like, Oh, well, did he ever fuck with you? Oh no, no, no. He like denied it. But then like he told her later on, and she was just, like, fucking horrified. But so Wade testified on Michael Jackson's behalf in 2005. Now, apparently, according to James, from the other guy, from the documentary, Michael Jackson also called him and asked him to testify on his behalf, but James would not do it. Even though I don't think, I think at this point he had told his mom that what had happened to him. But I don't think he had told his wife yet. I think he told her later. But, um, but he's like, yeah, no, I can't do that. And he said, allegedly, that Michael Jackson got, like, really, really mad at him, like, over the phone and kind of, like, threatened him a little bit, like, something with something. Like, not like he was going to beat his ass or nothing like that, but, like, I'm going to sue you or some shit like that. Like, he said that he said some shit like that, like, you know. And um, he said that he just hung up on him and, and that was the end of it. But, um, but then like later, like I said, Wade came out and said that and admitted what had happened to him. But at this point, you know, he was still kind of in his corner. So, uh, so there was a thing where, uh, Gavin was supposed to testify also. And for whatever reason, like Michael Jackson did not show up in court that day, even though he was supposed to. So at this point, like, the judge put out a warrant for his arrest. It's like, you know, that's contempt of court, right? Because, like, you're supposed to show up and he's not there. And he's like, you know, you were out on $3 million bond and we're going to, like, you know, snatch that away and, like, put your ass back in jail if you don't get here because you're supposed to be here. So so then Michael, oh, it's Pookie. Hi, Pookie. We're talking about PDF files. guesting on the show. Yeah. She doesn't know what a PDF file is. Thank heavens. Yeah. I hope you never find out what a PDF file is, little pookie. But, um... You're still seven. (laughs) Not even. She's only... She's six. Six, yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's six years old. Yeah. Aw, a little baby. I wonder why Bam never comes on the show. Yeah, I think it's almost... She has a teenager for a cat. Yeah. Six, yeah. Well, kinda. Yeah. Kinda. Yeah, kinda. So... 
so Michael doesn't show up. He shows up like an hour and 10 minutes later. And he says that he fell in the shower and bruised his lung. And that's why he's late. Yeah. And I'm just like, how full of shit? I mean, come on now. I fell down and I hit myself like this and I could breathe like this. I'm breathing in like this. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty funny. That was pretty funny. I can't go to court. <laughs> how do you bruise a lung? I mean, I don't know I, how do you fucking pass out and fall while you're walking and fucking pull the side of your fucking titty? Um. Well, I don't know. It's the same thing. <laughs> Are you accusing me of being like Michael Jackson? <laughs> but you saw that shit actually I happen. happen. Yeah, I saw that. She pulled her titty. <laughs> it was that it was my rib cage actually yeah, yeah, it was the, like right. the muscle on my rib cage not exactly yeah. my it's thing. better though now huh? finally, finally? Okay. it took like a week and a half yeah. like to heal up i could barely move that side of my body long. for like it wasn't that long. no it was it was, it was, was more long? it was more than a week okay that i could barely move that side of my body yeah. and i was just like how the fuck did that happen that's what happens when you get old you just like do some kind of random shit like that and yeah. it's like then you're in bed for a week it sucks yeah. but um but yeah so he finally shows up and then they have this other kid whose name is Jason uh, Francia. Now, his mom uh, worked as a maid at Neverland. And he also said that Michael Jackson had abused him, like, between the ages of 7 and 10. So um, he said the big thing was that every time Michael Jackson did something to him, he would give him some money so he wouldn't tell his mom. Like, you know what I mean? And... They did another out-of-court settlement, too, but he was another guy that, um, another kid that testified that that was going on. Now, so like I said, it's just kind of like, a lot of these kids did come forward at first and say that he hadn't did, hadn't molested them at first, but then came forward and said that he did. And then so that's kind of where all of this stuff came from about, um, you know, them just wanting money and shit like that. Ooh, like windows are just popping up everywhere. Also, there was a guy who was a security guard um, at Neverland, and he said that he had seen Michael Jackson performing oral sex on one of the kids, Jordan Chandler, in the early 1990s. Where were they? Um, I'm not really sure. Like, I think that, um, was it him that said that he saw them in the hot tub, like they were naked in the hot tub, like the jacuzzi or whatever? But he said that he said that he also saw them like he saw Michael Jackson like kiss the kid on the mouth like French kiss him on the mouth and then put his hand on his crotch um, and said that they asked him why he didn't report that to the cops and he said they didn't think that he would believe them that they would believe him. Yeah. Um, How could they prove it? And then another maid said that she saw michael jackson kissing boys too now she said that she saw him kissing macaulay culkin and macaulay culkin says that didn't happen you know what i mean so i don't really know now the thing about it and a lot of people um brought this up after the fact was that they thought that these former employees had kind of axes to grind because some of them were allegedly fired some of them had allegedly stolen stuff like from the house or something like that so you know, the, they are, they were able to argue that it's like, well, they're not trustworthy witnesses because they have a grudge against Michael Jackson because he maybe fired them or, you know, we got in trouble or something like that. So that was kind of what a lot of people said. But like I said, you know, even if that was the case, maybe they did see the shit. I don't really know. But 
I don't I don't know what was going on. I don't know if they were full of shit or whatever. Um, so there was that. Now, let me see what else we have here. Because I'm trying to, like, skip around. Because we've mentioned some of this stuff. Because I mentioned the whole thing about wine and, the, like, pop cans, like, soda cans. Um, which is weird because Michael Jackson did that, too. Because he liked to drink, but he didn't want his kids, like, his actual kids, to see him drinking. So he would put the wine in soda can so it looked like he was drinking soda but they also alleged that he was doing that and like giving it to kids i don't know about his kids but nobody like, care if his kids are seen him do that that's what i see yeah, i don't that's know that's some goofy shit i mean it's just wine too yeah although like some of his um employees did say that he drank a lot that they saw yeah. him drunk on many occasions yeah. and that they had seen some of the kids drunk as well not his kids but yeah. you know the kids that were staying there oh yeah they're so, all getting loaded and he and he was like on a lot of prescription drugs, like painkillers right. and sedatives oh, yeah. which and stuff. Expounds it, yeah. Right. Exacerbates it. Which yeah, which not you know, not great. So, um Jordan Chandler, apparently, who was the witness from the nineteen ninety three trial, um, he did not want to have anything to do with it and he like fucking left the country. So, you know what I mean? There was that. Because there was like a whole bunch of other shit that was going on with that. And um so yeah. Now, they actually called Debbie Rowe, Michael Jackson's second wife. She got called to the witness stand, too. And the story behind that, the prosecution said that she had actually been forced to make, like, a scripted video statement, like, you know, supporting him or whatever. And so they were going to put her on the stand hoping that she would say some shit about him, but she didn't. Um, she actually said that she didn't think that he was guilty of anything and that all of these people that were working for him and stuff were what she called opportunistic vultures who were trying to exploit him. So that didn't go the way the prosecution uh, thought. Uh, Gavin Arvizo, he was, uh, he testified, he was 15, and he uh, said that Michael Jackson had given them wine, uh, showed them porn, and, you know, molested them, and said that Michael Jackson had masturbated him to ejaculation after they both drank. And then he says that Michael Jackson said, if men do not masturbate, they might rape a girl. Uh, okay. <laughs> Just trying to give him some encouragement. <laughs> I, I guess. I'm like... What the fuck is he talking about? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, Gavin's younger brother also said... Kind of shows you Jackson's understanding of fucking male sexuality. <laughs> well, if you don't jerk off, then you're going to rape somebody. That's not how it works. I mean, I would be really alarmed if somebody yeah. said that to me. I'm happens like, all the time with religious people. I'm like, it's are you... It's called the nocturnal emission. I'm like, are you talking yeah. about what you would do? Yeah. If you so, yeah. Because get away if from me. If I don't me. get some, I'm going to rape you. Yeah, that's... I'm going yeah. to have my way with you. That's what I mean. It's like, that's saying more about you than about the world, bro. That might be projecting. That's what I'm saying. So, that's fucked up. Now, Gavin's younger brother also testified that he had seen, on two occasions, Michael Jackson uh, showing his boner and masturbating in front of both of them. And saying, everyone does it, and it's like, why don't you try it? You know what I mean? Uh, the younger brother also said that he gave them alcohol, which, as someone mentioned earlier, that he called Jesus juice. 
um, and showed them porn on the internet. So there's yeah. that. I wonder what he called that. Those dirty movies. The, this he, is some of those dirty movies. He probably does call it dirty movies. Yeah, yeah. Although no, he'd probably come up with some like kind of nice sounding yeah, euphemism maybe, yeah, yeah. for it. Let's see some of that sexual education films. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that's what, yeah. Yeah. Sex ed. That's films. another thing, and that was another thing when I was watching that documentary about different kinds of PDF files. Yeah. That was one of the things that's in there. They said they'll always try to, like, minimize it or justify it by calling it, like, sexual education. Like, I was educating them or, yeah, yeah. like, about, some, or helping them. It's called grooming. Yeah. It's, that, well, yeah. That's what normal people say. But it's like, they, they, they always try to kind of, like, minimize it, you know yeah. what I mean? And it's kind of interesting, too, because he would... There was these, these couple interviews that he did where they were asking him about these about the abuse, and he's like, he kind of made a, he, he was like, he said pedophile, but then he said, oh, who's the Jack the Ripper in the room? Almost as though he was trying to say, like, a pedophile wasn't as bad as that. You know what I mean? Like, the way he worded it was, like, really, really weird. But like I said, it was just kind of, like, always trying to, like, minimize, like, it's not as bad as people are saying. You know? And they said that's a really, really common thing for, like, PDF files to do. Now, it should be noted, and this came up at the trial and was probably one of the things that was instrumental in getting Michael Jackson acquitted of all the charges, was that um, this family, the, um, the uh, what, what's their, what did I say their last name was? The Arvizo family? Is that in the past, they had done things like, um, like they sued... JC Penny because they said that Gavin and the brother whose name is Star and their mom were beaten up in the parking lot of the JC Penny after they stole some shit like the security guards like beat them up in the parking lot and so they sued JC Penny for like a bunch of money um beat and them th up yeah I don't know how they defined that I don't really know okay but it's like so they apparently got a settlement out of that so they're trying to paint it like this is a family that are scammers like they right. just go around like saying oh my god they beat me up and they're just trying to get somebody to settle you know what i mean yeah. and like get a bunch of money so they were trying to like say that that's what this family did in this case but like i said i don't know if that's the case or not but they did bring that up at the trial that these kind of that they had done this kind of stuff before you know what i mean um so there was that yeah just because those guys fucking did that doesn't mean that other shit didn't happen that yeah, and a that's what a scammer sees that a scammer sees that situation and goes cha-ching. Oh, we got. That's him what now. I mean. And we in some ways, I kind of yeah. feel like if he really was doing that and people knew about it, then that leaves him more open to blackmail and stuff like that yeah. because people have information on you. Like they're yeah. like, "Well, I have pictures of you doing that shit or whatever." So it it it, it would even be worse if he was actually doing it. Yeah, because. You know, if it, it's kind of hard to like convict like an innocent person of that kind of stuff, like because, and especially like something like child sexual abuse and stuff like that, where there's like so little solid evidence. And that was one thing in uh, you know the trial, this trial where he got acquitted, was that the jury basically said, you know, we didn't really see any really strong evidence that he had done anything wrong. Although two of the jurors later on came out and said, eh, we kind of thought he did it, but, you know, everybody else was kind of on board with it, and we didn't want it to be a hung jury and it'd be this big thing. 
So they kind of just got strong-armed into going along with everybody else. No hard evidence. That's why I said earlier on in the show is that you can make the ac- you can make the accusation. I, like the maid, oh, I saw something. I know it's wrong. How are you going to prove it? That's what I mean. It's like, and it doesn't mean he's got money and all these lawyers. It's just gonna it's gonna be a, a nightmare of proving that you never will. You need hard evidence. And yeah. in this case, video that would work. Video, yeah. Uh, multiple witnesses, kids that are saying, oh man, what that man did to me. And then they can name where it was. You he, you might even be able to fight that. Right. All those kids are fucking lying, you know. Video would be the way to do it. I think that's why they go after the uh, um, underage prawn industry yeah. rings. They go after them because one, that you can prove that. You got it on video. Right. You know, and it calls a lot of attention. And then as that shit is disseminates through the internet, in a way, the kid's abused multiple times by yeah. everybody that's seeing it. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? It's gonna, because they're like, <clears throat> they're like fucking vampires sucking up all that material. Yeah. Evidently, that shit was happening on Facebook in private groups, that that was like one of the easiest places to do it. Like, you could talk your way in and buy your win this is according to one of these Facebook um, Facebook employees and they weren't turning them in though they were just kind of like shutting them down and shit right and he said he saw some wild shit he saw one of them where it was little boys were killing and torturing animals for money in private Facebook groups people were paying them to go out and get animals and kill them Jesus Christ man these are like 13 14 year old boys Taking snakes and smacking the snakes on the ground and shit, fucking and cutting things open. They'd make several hundred dollars for each one. You know, people were in that group. D- adults were sending them money for the next feature. Weird shit was going on in there. Yeah. Yeah. You would. I would never even think of that. Yeah, I would. I like, would why? Think. Why would I fucking want to see that? Yeah. But there's some fucking freaks out there. Yeah. Man. There's some fucking freaks out there. Yeah. But, you know, I would never, well, you know, it was just kind of like that motherfucker that had that video of, like, the kittens, you know what I mean? That they made that documentary about, Don't oh, Fuck With yeah, Cats. Oh, yeah, in a Ziploc bag. Yeah. yeah. That was fucked up. Or a that's vacuum that's actually mild compared to... Well, and that, was, and that dude ended up being, like, an actual go, yeah. murderer, yeah, too. There was some, something that somewhere in Eastern Europe, videos were emerging of fucking some kid teen, you know, early teenager putting cats inside of cages pouring gasoline on them and setting them on fire Which, he, did, I can't he would do it right yeah and like, he'd videotape, the fuck? videotape it they were what looking the for that the matter they were me? looking for that kid well good I hope they fucking hung and him upside down one, by his feet and peeled all his skin off Murder Hornet sent me a YouTube video show about a case it's called uh, I think it was called One Bitch One Bitch Twelve Puppies where a guy kills a pregnant dog or a dog that just gave birth and, and all the puppies and shit and beats the dog to death with a fucking some kind of tool. I forgot what it was. And she was chained to a tree and he cut the puppies open and stuff and was jerking his shit with the bu- puppy's guts and stuff and just he was fucking crazy. They were looking for that guy. And they, they think that might have been somewhere in Eastern Europe. They were looking for that guy. They, I don't think they ever saw his face. Don't listen to this pokey. Yeah, don't listen to <laughs> but that was like a video that's going around for a while so they got some sick dudes well yeah and um me being ex-military and fucking 
basically a defense contractor, weird sides of the defense contracting. I'm not, I'm not real, I'm not real confident in the white man's law, really, the way shit happens. If I catch somebody like that, I'm, I'm going to deal with that shit myself. You can't let somebody like that walk around. They're no, too you, fucking dangerous. You really can't. They're too fucking dangerous. They do that to animals and shit. They do that to humans. They're thinking. They're working up to humans. Even if there's only a 25% chance, I'm not going to take that chance. You gone, man. I'm going to get you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get you. I mean, I can't blame you. Yeah. They ain't going to find not a piece of that dude. You feed him to an alligator. Yeah, just I got ways. <laughs> I got ways. You know, I, I got ways. I, I got ways. <laughs> I got too much fucking field skills and fucking <laughs> dressed too many deer and fucking yeah, and I ate everything that I killed. But you eat everything, but including the not, people. Yeah, just kidding. I thought I'd throw that in there. And see, and see if you roll, and see hungry. if you rolled with it. I'd have to be real hungry. <laughs> I'd have to be real hugged. I imagine people probably and, it would, it, and I'd have to be really pissed off Hannibal Lecter style. You know, yeah, where I get it. You gotta, I'm gonna eat you and shit you down the drain. Yeah. Yeah. Strengthen myself. You, <laughs> you island boys know what I'm talking about. The, the Maori, the Maori and, the, and the fucking Micronesians and the, and the, and the Samoans, they know. They eat a motherfucker. The, the, the Mexicans too. The Mexicans eat a motherfucker in a heartbeat. <laughs> oh, I'll eat a motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, man. The Aztecs were cannibals. Ritual cannibals. <laughs> Cut your heart out and then eat you. Ben says... Jur- let that protein go to waste. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. Juries routinely convict people on weak evidence because everyone hates child molesters. Yeah, but, like, not in this case, though. Like, but I kind of feel but, but like... Not in Michael Jackson's case. Yeah, like, he got away with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It had to be rock solid. And... Like I said, okay, so they did search his house and they did find... Like I said, they didn't find hardcore kitty prawn... But they did find, like, some kind of weird books that they seized that had, like, naked pictures of boys in there. That's because that's all he could get. Right. So, yeah, maybe he You're was like maybe those... he was smart enough to know. It's like, I don't, I don't, I can't have a whole stash of, like, yeah. of this stuff in here. What's he going to do? He's going to go buy it himself? They're going to say, yeah, I sold that shit to Michael Jackson. Yeah, it's like everybody recognizes him. Everybody in the CR, yeah. Right. Or are you going to hire somebody? Go, go get some prawn for me. Yeah. No, then, that could, then he's got dirt on you. Right. So he can't, no. That's what I'm saying. But at least he had that what would he much. Need he would need prawns for. He's got the kids. And they're like model quality kids. Yeah, yeah that's what I mean. Maybe he didn't like even yeah. feel the need. He's like, well, I got these yeah. couple of little like books, but yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. I got the real thing, so he's yeah. not worrying about it. Yeah, what I got is better. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, he, maybe he thought that. Of course. So. Of course. And like I said, they did find a photograph in there. <laughs> Because um, I saw like the the list of all the stuff that they had seized from the house, and they did find a photograph in there of a naked kid that they're pretty sure was one of the ones that uh, yeah. that hung out with him all the time. So you know, so there's that. That seems a little definitive. Uh, I'm just gonna say. So yeah. So after that happened, like I said, he was uh, acquitted of all charges. Uh, the jury just didn't think that there was enough evidence, and so he got away with it. And, um, like I said, he didn't want to go back to Neverland because he thought that the police and FBI being in there had, you know, messed it all up. So he never went back to it, even though as far as I know, he still owned it like at his death because I think it was part of his estate, uh, you know, after, after he died. But, um, you know, it just, it, it kind of did 
still affect his career though like i said you, you know he tried to before he died he was kind of trying to uh jumpstart his career he was still super famous and still super rich obviously but he'd you know gone down a little bit because of all the allegations so he was trying to kind of do a comeback type of thing when he died but because of all the stuff even though he'd gotten acquitted um he couldn't really find like any sponsors or anything like that because really companies really didn't want to be associated with him just because you know not a great look so there's that so then in june of 2009 uh he died now the drug that killed him was and i'm not sure if i'm pronouncing this right but it's called propofol it's kind of like camp guy said something about it earlier it's actually it's not even just a sedative they use it for like anesthesia for surgery so it's Hmm. it's hardcore shit knocks you out and I believe he had gotten to the point, at least according to physicians or like staff and things like that, where he had worked up such a tolerance to it that he was using like a lot of it, like to sleep because of so his bad insomnia, pretty much. So apparently, like I said, he um, had done like the day before he died, he was doing a rehearsal for the you know, comeback tour type of thing they were doing. And everybody said he seemed normal. Like he seemed like kind of healthy. He kind of joked about having laryngitis or something, but they said he seemed completely fine. And so then like he went home and he couldn't sleep. And so he got, uh, you know, his doctor at the time who he actually got through. I think this doctor, they hooked him up with the doctor through the, um, the like production company or something like that that handled his shows in the UK mm-hmm. and they got this doctor i guess I, i'm not really sure like how that all worked out but this doctor like he's at the house and apparently michael jackson is like he can't sleep and he's trying to get um the dude to give him the you know the the shit that he that he wants he called it he called it milk I think in medical parlance, it's called milk of amnesia. Yeah. You know what I mean? Milk of amnesia. Right. So that's kind of, so that's what he called it as well. Makes you forget? Um, no, well, it just like knocks you the fuck out. Like I said, it's used for, it's it's like an anesthetic, like for surgery. Like they use it to put people out for surgery. It's not just like a regular sedative. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, it's kind of a pretty hardcore one. So he must've been under a lot of stress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be knocking himself out like that. Yeah. He's so, worried about shit. Right. Worried about his career. He's worried about those boys. Yeah. I bet you. He's worried about getting caught. I mean, maybe so. Yeah. But yeah, so the doctor, Con- was Conrad Murray was his name. So he, according to him, he's like, um, he gave him like some sedatives and shit, but, you know, and was kind of staying with him, but it wasn't working. Like he was still just laying there awake and he was just kept asking him, give me the milk, you know what I mean? Which is the, the propofol. And um, so finally, Dr. Murray is just kind of like, uh, okay, fine. Like he didn't want to give it to him at first, uh, apparently. But then he's just like, he kept asking for it. So he's just like, okay, fine. So he injected him with it. It's like, you know, it's injectable. And he gave him 25 milligrams. And then, you know, he finally fell asleep. So then Conrad Murray said that he left to like go go to the bathroom or something like that. And then when he came back, Michael Jackson was not breathing. Now, interestingly, this is kind of why he got in trouble for this shit. He said that he tried to revive him, like doing CPR. 
but he's a doctor, right? To do CPR, you're supposed to have them on a hard surface, like a floor. But he left them up on the bed. And he was doing a thing where he, like, put his hand under him like that and was trying to... And that's, like, not the way you're supposed to do it. You know what I mean? Um, I saw the guy, though. He looked like a quack to me. Yeah, well, that's kind of what... Yeah. Yeah. And I don't even think that he's a doctor anymore because I think yeah. they took his license. A lot, of, a lot of doctors are nothing more than a glorified drug dealer. That's a lot of them. Well, this one was for sure. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, so it wasn't working. So then he calls to the staff because obviously, you know, this is a massive the, the place that he lives. He's, he's got like a staff, you know what I mean? So they so basically, like he calls nine one one finally. But the thing that they find out later, like okay, so he didn't call nine one one at first. They asked him why, and he said, "Oh, well, the house doesn't have a landline." And I don't know what the house's address is, so I didn't call them. But they did find out that on, they looked at his cell phone records, and he had called a bunch of other people, like, after finding Michael Jackson, but he didn't tell the cops that he had called all these other people. You know what I mean? So he didn't even end up calling 911, like a security guard did. And this was, like, a couple hours later, like an hour and a half later, like, after he was, Michael Jackson was laying there, like, not breathing. So the paramedics get there at like 12.30 in the afternoon. And when they get there, he's not breathing. He doesn't have a pulse. They did CPR on him for 42 minutes, like while they were at the house. Now, the attorney for Conrad Murray, because he did get in trouble for this shit, said that he was still breathing when they took him out of the house. But the paramedics said that he wasn't. They said when they got there, he was in full cardiac arrest and they didn't see any change like in route to the hospital they took him to the hospital and they the you know the medical team there like tried to resuscitate him for about an hour but it didn't work so they finally pronounced him dead at 2:26 p.m now so then they take him they do they did an autopsy and basically they said you know no evidence of trauma or foul play but the los angeles county coroner classified the death as a homicide because of the amount of drugs that were in his system. So basically they said he was otherwise healthy. They said he didn't really have any health problems or anything like that. And that it wasn't um, anything to do with his heart. It was, you know, or, or, or anything like that. It was, it was the drugs. So they, uh, the LAPD and the DEA uh, both looked into the case and looked into all the doctors and then they decided to turn it over to the prosecutors now the jackson family believed that he had been murdered which not i don't think the doctor intended to kill him obviously but that's kind of what ended up happening so what ended up happening was that conrad murray was arrested and charged with i believe the charge was involuntary manslaughter and he was found guilty um, and he got a four-year sentence, although I think he only served two or three years of it because of good behavior. However, he was uh, stripped of his medical license, and rightly so, probably. And uh, then that's what kind of happened. They said that they, when they went through his house, they found a bunch of bottles of that propofol stuff. Like, some of them were empty, and, like, some of them... And, like, a lot of doctors wouldn't even give it to you because it's, like, really strong. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you can't just take that shit. It's kind of like... He was. Yeah. But yeah, but he was getting it somewhere. So they actually, I think they... Was even, he doing his own injections? 
Um, I think he was finding doctors to do it because I think during the investigation, like this was the only guy that got in trouble, but I think they also investigated like nine other doctors that they were trying to like determine if they had given him some of it. It's not illegal, but you know. Yeah, well, it's controlled substance. Right. And and you're not supposed to probably, that's probably not the proper application. Yeah, it's not really. It's not really. You know, it's probably overkill for that. Uh, Yeah, big time. So, that's weird. It's funny. He couldn't just secure it on his own and just inject it on his own. He, he had to have been. Yeah. He's not going to have a doctor every fucking night come in and do that to him. He's injecting his own. Yeah, well, yeah, and he's... It's not that hard to Getting get, somebody I, to, like, supply shit for him. Yeah. He's, he's got a black market or a gray market supplier. A doctor is supplying him. Yeah. Clandestine. Like, yeah, here's three or four bottles. Be careful. That kind of shit. Yeah, apparently, like, I don't know if this Doctor was the Doctor to fir- the Stars, one of those guys. Yeah, I don't know if this was the first time that he ever took it, like, and he's like, oh, that's some good shit. Yeah. But they said while he was in Germany, he actually went to an anesthesiologist and had him give that stuff to him, like, yeah. to help him sleep. Yeah. And then, so he said what the anesthesiologist would do, he would give him that at night to, like, to get him sleep, and then he would give him, like, some other shit. To wake in, the, him up. in the morning, like, to wake him back up. Yeah, probably meth. Like, during the tour. Meth and Like, and that was, like, in the... 90s. Yeah, methamphetamine probably. Probably, yeah, something yeah. like that. So yeah, he was on all kind of like a, a cocktail yeah. right. of different stuff. Yeah, meth- for, for y'all that don't know, methamphetamine's been around for a long, long time. In the 30s in Europe, there was no restrictions on it. You could get it anywhere. Yeah. And uh, they thought it was just a miracle drug. If you felt if, if you felt bad, inject some meth, methamphetamine, you'd be fine. Pick you right up. Fucking mustache man of the Germans of the Bet Cross was fucking. Oh, they used. They basically did the same thing to him, which it's a sign of being under a lot of fucking stress. Especially after he lost the Battle of Kursk during Operation Barbarossa when he fucking attacked. stupidly attacked Russia and got his ass handed to him. Uh, they knocked him out with morphine at night and they woke him up with methamphetamine. I can't imagine. Yeah. Living that kind of life. Yeah. That's what he did. I mean, that's gonna. And he it and can't last. Most people think he had third stage syphilis in rem, in remission. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, he 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 exhibited a lot of personality traits of a person that kind of halfway beat beat syphilis and put it into remission. You end up being real mentally rigid. Once you make up a mind, you make up your mind on something, you can't reverse your decisions. You become kind of lizard like. That kind of fits the descriptions of his behavior. You know, he thought he could win the war just through his will. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, all he of was his getting deci- like super delusional. Yeah, yeah. Then. All of his decisions were correct. He could he could never reverse any of his decisions. That kind of shit. That's syphilis. Or or just being an asshole, or both. His doctor was named <laughs> Doctor Morell, who was a famous syphilis doctor before the war. Right. So his doctor was a syphilis doctor. He had syphilis. And, he was, and it was his doctor that was giving him all... Vitamolten B, which was fucking meth. Yeah. Yeah. Allison said, if you need propofol just to sleep, you need to cut down on the Red Bull. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I said, that's like some hardcore shit. That's like... He's under a lot of stress for... Uh, uh, probably what's happening at this time, he's near, nearing 50. Well, he's 50 when he died. He knows that his time is short. You can't play the Michael Jackson game beyond 50. Okay? True, Nature is going to catch up with you. You're not going to look like a skinny little fucking 14-year-old Peter Pan. It's not possible, even with plastic surgery. 
It's and not possible. They for speculated a... too that he might have had anorexia. Oh yeah, that'd be, because he like um was right. underweight. Although when he died, underweight. they said he was a normal weight. Yeah, but he did have issues like with um yeah. being really skinny. He wanted to look like had a dancer's body, but like I said, he wanted to look like Peter Pan. Probably. Yeah, and wanted to do it naturally. Probably, you could do it with certain hormones, but but they just said he didn't eat much. Yeah, that's the worst way to do it. And yeah. and and what's weird is that he's on all these drugs and he's trying to stay thin like that, and he's dancing, and then he's got to go on tour. Where is his physical training routine? Where is he doing weight? Is he doing weights? Is he doing what? Is he just dancing? That's it. That's what I'm asking you. Oh, I don't know. You don't know? Okay. It's not I, possible. I didn't really look into his whole fitness routine. There had to have been something like a fitness routine. If not, he'd have gotten fat. And you got you, your your metabolism is slowing down by fifty. Yeah. The fat the weight's just going to come. That's why he, maybe he said he went in as anorexic. But still, you could starve an old person. They don't lose a lot of weight. <laughs> the cellular function, the mitochondria kind of slowed down. You know what I mean? You don't, your, your metabolism's crawling. Um, but about uh, propofol, Victor says, we use it a lot to sedate people on ventilators. Hmm. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like, it's, so it's used for that. It's not usually used for a sleep aid as far as I am aware. But that's what he was using it for. One of his uh, quack doctors gave it to him. Ended up killing him. He liked it. Ended up killing him. So they... Like he got too much of it and... Yeah. He just went to sleep. And then... <laughs> DVD Dragon said his physical training was deadlifting 12-year-olds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> maybe so. Yeah. Maybe so. And then um, Ben said that maybe he was having money problems for the end. Well, okay. As yeah, far he as, was. Well, as far as I know, yeah. Like, he yeah. still had money. Like, he wasn't broke or nothing like that. He would never be poor. No. No. Um, they said when he died... This is at least according to Wikipedia... Um, that, let's see, the net worth in 2007, which was two years before he died, was $236.6 million and $567.6 million in assets. That included Neverland Ranch, which he still and he owned. owned. He owned it outright. He, and, yeah, and he also had a 50% share of Sony ATV Music Publishing catalog. Okay, so he wasn't going anywhere. But he also had a lot of debts, right. $331 million in debts. That catalog would have gotten uh, less and less valuable later on as the internet fucking... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, no, but if he owned Neverland, the upkeep on that was probably a lot. Oh, I imagine taxes. it was, yeah. So you can't keep that ranch without an income. He'd burn through that two hundred million that he had, you know, pretty quick. I think he'd probably pay about a million dollars a year just in upkeep on Neverland. Oh, easily. Um, and then you know his spending habits and shit. If he didn't have an income, he'd have to get rid of Neverland, and I don't think he wanted to do that. Yeah, even but he'd though he'd never be poor. He moved no. away from it, like after. Yeah. The trial. Okay. But um, but he still owned it, like, when he died. It might so, have been an excuse. Maybe he knew he was eventually going to have to get rid of that. Maybe. Because maybe he really couldn't afford it. I heard that it was mostly turned off all the time. Yeah. Yeah, because the electric bill. Well, this all is those saying... All fucking trains and shit. Right. This is what is... But this is what it's saying, because I was kind of interested what, like, what his um, estate was, like, when he died. It says, the value of the Sony ATV music publishing is estimated at this point... To be one point five billion dollars, uh, so Jackson's share would be seven hundred fifty million dollars, which would have got him an annual income of eighty million dollars. Um, so 
they so I guess that someone bought it out for like seven hundred fifty million dollars. Okay. But it's most of his stuff went to um, charities, and he has like the Michael Jackson Family Trust. So he could have retired. Yeah, and been all right. Tammy said, didn't he own the rights to the Beatles music? Yeah, he did. So he he, he could have been all right then and just retired in in Neverland. Yeah, that was kind of where a lot of his money came from was all of the the music and stuff that he owned. What's funny, I'd be on YouTube and I'd watch these guys do these explorations of these abandoned mansions all over the world. There's beautiful mansions and some of the shit are weird mansions, crazy looking mansions. The mansion game is quite strange. The only people that are impressed with mansions are people that don't own mansions. A guy who owns mansions, all his friends have mansions, so they don't give a shit. And they don't go from one mansion to another. They don't go visit another dude in his mansion. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So you buy the mansion, you're kind of fucked. And then you got this big thing, and they end up only living in a little tiny part of it like it would be an apartment. Yeah. Well, yeah, what are you going to do with all they that can't, shit? They don't ever use the rest of it. They, they, they have it shut down. It's like in mothball. It'll have bowling alleys, you know, bowling lanes and fucking swimming pools and shit and fucking garages. And a lot of and, and a lot of the guys that have them don't even have really like families. They might have a wife, but the kids are gone. So, you know, kind of a and then if he loses the mansion, the mansion sits on the market and never sells again. Because dudes that buy mansions don't want used mansions. They want their own brand new Mick mansion. Built in a, in a location to their specifications. To their specifications. So sure. there are a fucking abandoned mansions every fucking where. Maybe we should go squat in one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Find one with the power still on. Those guys will go into a mansion. Goes, yeah, this mansion's been been vacant for thirteen years, and the motherfucker's furnished. Yeah, it, it's furnished. I mean, so tell me where you that tell is. That people, I'm gonna go live in you there. You can tell that people have like rummaged through it. Right. There's nothing really valuable in it anymore. You know. But, uh, and, you know, you can't heat or cool it, I guess. Yeah. But some of them looked pretty good. Because they weren't obviously broken into. Right. You know, but you could get into them. I guess a window would be open. Yeah. And guys would open and close the windows. They would get in and out. Sometimes they're vandalized. But a lot of times they're not. They look okay. You could live in it. So it's quite shocking. You look at it and you go like, man, nobody's been in that thing for 13 years. That kind of stuff. It's creepy. Yeah. DVD Dragon said the proper people is a great urban. Yeah, that's channel. one. That's one yeah. of the channels I've. That seen. was yeah. That's I was gonna say. I'm pretty yeah. sure that we've seen. Yeah. Because I like I like a lot of the um. The urban exploration, yeah. like all the dead malls and stuff like that. Yeah. Who's that one guy, Sal? That does. Sal, I like yeah. I like his stuff too. Yeah, Dan Bell's the best one for the. Well, yeah, dead Dan malls. Bell's the best one. Yeah. For dead malls, but he doesn't put up as many dead malls as no, he, used yeah, to. No, he used to. He does a lot of live streams though. Yeah. Like driving around Baltimore. Um, yeah, Allison said you can't properly heat a small house, never mind a mansion. Yeah. Yeah, I can't imagine, like, what the fucking upkeep. It just seems like such a waste, like I said. They look cool, but I wouldn't want to take care of it. They say you end up living in a little small part of it anyway. Well, yeah, but like I said, what are you going to do? Like, you can't put, oh, I'm going to roller skate through the whole house. Like, what the fuck? And you don't have guests. Right. Because all your friends have their own mansions. And what are you going to do? Invite the hoi polloi, the rabble? The people you met at the bar, you invite them into your mansion. No. Well, and then you got to have a staff because yeah, you got to yeah. have like people to clean it yeah, and like you know maintain yep. the shit. Because I'm not gonna fucking yep. do it. That's to, for sure. To run one 24 seven and use the whole thing, you got to have a whole. It's like running a business. Yeah, and it's just like that. Just seems yeah. like way too much trouble. Yeah. Because I kind of feel like the whole point, the whole fun of having a lot of money, 
is being able to buy your way out of all that pain in the ass shit. Yeah. So it's like, why would you want to like have even more of that pain no. in the ass shit? You could have cleaning people come in and clean. Shit, man, I would probably go live in hotels. Yeah. <laughs> so I never have to do that. I never have to clean anything. That would got, be awesome. They got people to do that. Just yeah. you know what I mean? I think yeah. that was, like I I would just try to buy my way out of every like stupid chore that I don't want to do and all that kind of stuff. Howard Hughes owned all kinds of mansions and never went, went never went to him. He lived in a hotel top of the set the top of the the sands or the dunes yeah in, in in las vegas he rented it i don't think he, that's I, probably the route i think he I would rented know. it yeah because then you could just go all over the world and yeah. just like get a nice hotel room and just stay there yeah. for as long as you wanted to stay and then be like fuck it it's maybe not he mine. bought it i think he bought that whole building uh it's been a long time since i've just read you know it. have some clothes in a suitcase yeah. and just kind of go wherever you want to go i think yeah. that'd be pretty awesome and you wouldn't have to clean shit that'd be cool yeah i think he bought a ho- i think he bought that hotel yeah, and I just lived in it and had a staff. And I think people. he did too. Yeah. All right, so I guess we're gonna yeah. wrap it up. I'm yeah. surprised that we actually got through most of this. Yeah. Information because it was a lot. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's a, actually I thought the show was gonna be like five hours long, but it's not. It's three hours and forty five minutes. Okay. So that's not too bad. But uh, but yeah. So hopefully you guys enjoyed this discussion about the Michael Jackson controversy. And you know, if you want to do a poll. I'll put a poll up and see if like whoever thinks he's guilty. It seemed like most people did think he was guilty, but I did when I was looking at the other videos. Like it seemed like a lot of people were just like, "Leave Michael alone. He didn't do it." You know what I mean? And I'm just kind of like, eh, I don't know. I think he probably did do that shit. But uh, but yeah, Victor said, "So glad I made it today. Great show. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, I kind of had a lot of fun with this one, even though it's kind of a fucked up topic. But uh, but yeah. So thanks everybody for dropping by. Thank you for all your super chats. That's very much appreciated. And we'll see you guys again on. Friday night for the sidetrack show, so that'll be fun. Hopefully, you guys can all make that. And I guess that's it. We'll see you Friday. Good night.